What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. And this is the finale, the final parts of the whole Cosmere. We read all of it. Yeah, the final finale empire. Brandon Sanderson's two books that he ever published and no others. Yeah, crazy. Because, yeah. you know, he just takes a really long time to Slow write writer. stuff. Slow yeah, writer. it's tough. It's, it's really tough being a fan of his because you never get new material. You so. know, I know George R. R. Martin is grateful for, for Brandon Sanderson's existence because there's someone who writes slower than he does. <laughs> oh, wow, rude. Um, what's up, chat? How's everybody doing? Welcome to Book Club. We finished, uh, we finished The Well of Ascension. Honestly, um, because this is Brandon Sanderson's final book, it's sort of a weird place to leave off. Yeah, super weird. Wow, what a cliffhanger. Maybe he was hoping Robert Jordan would write the end of the series. And explained, you know. That that would be really weird. He was like, maybe if I just leave a crazy cliffhanger, it'll bring Robert Jordan back to life. You know what? If anything could. Um, <laughs> how, how, how you feeling about today? What? About today? What's today? Book club. Oh. Yeah. The same way I feel every week. Good. Gonna take over the world. No, that's what we do every night. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry this sorry. is daytime. I only have seen we the only, show like twice. We only take over the world at night. Oh, sorry. Pinky. Okay, my bad. My bad. <laughs> which one of us is Pinky and which one of us is Brain? <laughs> Neither. I know what the right answer is to that question, but you don't want to hear what the right answer <laughs> oh, is to that question. Trust me, I know what the answer is to the question. <laughs> I am well aware. Because uh, you are most definitely not brain. No, God, no. Like, there's there's absolutely no way. Um, Febu, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. If there is one team-up in our couple... No, sorry, that's not the right word. If there is one dynamic in our couple uh-huh. that is one of us is ADHD and the other gets exasperated by it... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yesterday, Can't what, relate. what were we recording yesterday? And I was talking, and in the middle of me talking, you just started unplugging things out of the computer. Well, because... It, like, inexplicably, to accomplish nothing, you just started unplugging That's not true. Things. I wanted to make sure that I remembered to plug in the headphones. That's not that weird. We were having a conversation, and you were like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was absolutely listening. That is how I listen. <laughs> no, it, no. That is my love language. No, it definitely is not how you listen. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of you are like, where the heck is Nerdy? It's it's fine. He shaved. Yeah, I am Tom Selleck, and I'll be replacing Nerdy on this television program for the foreseeable future uh, until yeah, I find out budget. if I can shave. You know what? Tom Selleck does a lot of charity work. Sure. Yeah, yeah. we're a charity. Yeah, 501 yeah, Give us money. We're a charity. <laughs> No, I'm. Uh, that was a, for legal reasons. We are not a 501c3, and I am not trying to pretend that we are. Super chat, Quebecian. Thank you for that super chat. Uh, at thank work, you so, so much. we'll catch up later. Just uh, want to wish everyone sunshine and raisins. And raisins. I forgot about that. Oh, that's good. That's good pull. Good pull, Quebecian. Thank you for that. Wow. Appreciate it. Well, you know what? You can't have raisins without sunshine. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go, see? It all made sense. That's, that's, yeah. What? Come on, that was very funny. I, no, it is very funny. I just hate when my brain short circuits while I'm live on the internet. We are always live on the internet. Y'all, 
This podcast today is brought to you by MistyMountainGaming.com. Never heard of them. Never heard? What? You've never heard of MistyMountainGaming.com? They pioneered the e-commerce market. That, that's a Dragonlance joke. You can't, you, can't, you can't cross the streams. I can cross the streams. When we're shilling for corporations, you can't cross the streams. I do what I want. That's uh, why yeah. MistyMountainGaming will drop us one day. No, MistyMountainGaming.com is the best place on the internet to buy dice and the D&D accoutrement, the TTRP... I'm trying to think more of the starts with T related to TTRPGs and I cannot do it. They make stuff and you buy stuff. So buy their stuff because it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. We like good stuff. High quality dice. You want dice made of real bones? You can get bone dice. You want dice that have little eyeballs in them? You can be the bone daddy. I cannot believe that Disney calls Jack Skellington the bone daddy. It's a wonderful fact. Thank I, you for that, Febu. Um, yeah. I, just so you know. Um, you can actually get a discount. Yeah, that's right. We're not what? just trying to send you over there. We're also trying to save you some gosh darn hard earned dollars. Use code NerdyNightly15. That's NerdyNightly15 at the checkout window. There you go. To at get 15% off your order over yeah. at MissyMountGaming.com. Yeah, you got to put in at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the ad. Not at the beginning, not in the middle, the end. Uh, Sweet and Savory says I look like Ron Swanson. Um... I wish. You mean Ron Burgundy? I wish that as well. Those are handsome men. Uh, AMV fan says I look like Ned Flanders. I think that that is the more accurate one. No. Yeah, I think that I do Your have... Your hair's not long I, enough. I do give Ned Flanders. I've done a Ned Flanders cosplay with this mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think, like, there are lots of other people that you look like before that. <laughs> I don't know. I get the Ned Flanders thing. I've got, like, a tall head. <laughs> In a way that, like, Ron Swanson is a little bit more of a rounded face. Uh, I, and Will Ferrell. I think, that Will, I think that Will Ferrell and I are good comps for each other just because of the height thing. Mm. Like, you know, he's also, like, 6'3", I think. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get compared to Will Ferrell a lot. Especially when I was doing theater and, like, that was the kind of comedy I did on stage a lot. I played Buddy the Elf uh, in the tour. And so thank you for subscribing, uh, you. Person. Appreciate it. Yeah. I cannot read that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Ow now, brown cow. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had an audition uh, for yeah. a show that I would really, really, really love to book, even though it's a very, very, very small part. Um, but it is nerdy, and it's uh, based on a property by an author I love. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, I auditioned with You're the like, mustache. And until I know that I can, I got to keep the mustache. So we will... It's here we for a minute. We will all be dealing with this together for a while. Oh, no. A tragedy. I don't know. I kind of like it. I don't like my chin, but I like the mustache. Honestly, the mustache has, like, got good volume to it, you know? It's yeah. not, like, scraggly. No. Right? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, something else that's fun. What? If you guys are free on Monday. Monday Eve. Um, we are starting a Baldur's Gate 3 Evil playthrough. Co-op co-op here yeah. on the channel where we get to be the baddies um i'm the bad it's gonna be weird guy. i like don't do, like being mean do, to people do, do, even do, in video do, games do, 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 so it's uh it's, it's it's gonna be an interesting experience um i think it's gonna be easy i'm gonna be the worst person ever great love that i'm gonna us. be so evil that menthara is gonna just be moist all the time <laughs> she does like evil plans uh, um, Philip, I'm going to be playing Dirge because uh-huh. Clarice is playing Dirge in her playthrough. And I don't know anything about the Dirge. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, Furtaboon says, Nerdy, can you just grow the beard back and maintain the stash? Then if you get the roll shaved thing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm not going to shave. This will, I, honestly, guys, this is going to last like two weeks. So. Uh, your, your hair grows fast. Yeah. I'm not worried at all. Yeah, no, we're going to do awful things uh, and potentially break the game by being as awful as we can, which will be weird, but yep. fun. Yeah, there's probably going to be a, like a lot of quests and shit that we can't do, but, but uh, you know, we're going to cause absolute chaos and mayhem, so... Having now, I, I am going to be finishing Act 2 tonight, so if you want to watch uh, the death of the big bad from Act 2, come by probably... Probably like... Uh, later know. later today later. i'm gonna be finishing act two um but uh having finished most of act two i legitimately do not know what act two is if you're evil like i don't i don't know what i, I just don't know what you do in act two if you're evil couldn't tell you Babu, thank you for the super chat howdly doodly nerdorinos oh, howdly doodly nerdorinos also still working on that grimace grimace mod claris mm. yeah grimace playthrough uh grimace baldur's gate playthrough you're a nightmare. Uh, yeah. Is there any more housekeeping? I think there is, right? There is. We have one more thing, guys. One more thing. And that, we were talking about Miss Mountain Gaming earlier. Dot com. <clears throat> Nerdy Nightly 15, 15% off. We're doing a giveaway. What? We're doing a giveaway. On this channel? Yes, oh. on this channel right here. Tomorrow, I'm going to drop the link because I didn't set up a like, bot to I can do drop it the link me. a lot easier than you Great. can. Great. Oh, really? Because I've already got it. I can like paste it right here. Paste it. Got it. See? See? I beat you to it. Um, yeah, but I dropped it in all chats. Fair. Uh, you know, that's fair. We're doing a giveaway for a $100 Misty Mountain Gaming gift card. So what? all you got to do is like click on the link and do the thingies. It's like very clear, very self-explanatory. We are going to draw the winner at 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow during Dragonlance. Probably like we're aiming like end of the session, but I'm setting an alarm. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are drawing a winner, but you got to be there to win the gift card. So come and hang out. It might not happen at exactly 4 o'clock. Because well, there, be, there might be a character like dead on the ground. It's true. Uh, there might be a TPK tomorrow. And Everyone so might be if, dead. If someone is like in the middle of dying, we'll wait a few minutes. So it might be 4.05, but show up at 4. It'll be sometime after 4 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, between 4 and 4.05, we'll be drawing a winner for $100 to Gaming.com. So go ahead, there. imagine if we're like, Bannon, oh no, you're dying. By the way, everyone, this is an ad. <laughs> I think it's perfect. All right, shall we talk about the Well of Ascension? Um, After we say a turn oh thank you for God. that super chat. Uh, currently sitting in a cabana by the pool near Cancun, watching your street. Well, that sounds uh, delightful. I'm I love very a jealous. cabana. I wish it was 29 degrees Celsius here. That would make me happy, but um, joy is being withheld, and so I will make it myself. I'm getting an error saying, too many entries, try again later. Too many entries, try again. Well, I don't know what that means. Cool. I'm happy to hear that the site that we pay for is working so well. Oh. Sorry. That's, have I your have sound on. on, huh? I must have hit it. Uh, well, that's fun. I love that for me. Thank you for the follow, Cedric. The, the rat catcher. Wow. <laughs> you know. I was like, Sarah, I was like, Cedric Tharakachara. Tharakachara. Um, also, y'all, uh, as a final little thing, we finished season five of The Expanse on the YouTube channel this week. And so today at 6 p.m., 
we are going to throw up a reaction to the season six trailer before season six episode one goes up on Tuesday. So uh, get yeah. hyped. We are going to be watching season six weekly again. Uh, on Tuesdays, we're going to be having our episode expanse reactions. And then on Fridays, in that like Friday expanse slot, we're going to be having our... Um, our uh, mum, 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 mum. I don't actually know. Oh, the uh, X-ray videos. We're going to be watching oh, the yes, like, yes. X-ray bonus videos that are on Prime Video on Friday. So it's going to be Tuesday, Friday still. Um, but it, we're going to be doing the season six over six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're, we have other Expanse news soon that we're very excited to share with you. Yes, stay tuned for that. Also, um, Avatar should be up tomorrow. Avatar episode one. Yes. Um, the giveaway seems to be working for me. So I will well, look into I'm glad it's working for you. Later. It's not working for Chad. If you have so. any other issues, uh, put them in the Discord and I will see what I can do. Uh, Nate Yao asks, uh, have you all played Helldivers? Clarus has not, but I have been spreading that glorious, glorious democracy as we take the values of Super Earth to the galactic empires of the bugs and the automatons. We will liberate Malavon Creek and we will do it through the hard work of you, Helldivers. Go spread that sweet, 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 sweet democracy. And with that, Clarus, it's time to talk about the Well of Ascension. Hell yeah. It is time to accept my purpose. Part five, Snow oh, and Ash. Boy. What a crazy fucking uh, book. What an insane book. Clarus, um, how did you like how this ended? Great. Yeah, me too. I'm, no I'm notes. super positive on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that if you watch the audiobook reactions, we put out four audiobook reactions because we've been told not to do any audiobook reactions for Hero of Ages, which will be tough because I like listening to the audiobooks now. I've become an audiobook person. Hey, let's go. I have. It's fun. Yeah. But... We're, I don't know how it happened, but I think that I weirdly like got over a thing in my head about audiobooks, mm-hmm. and it's I, I I just I don't struggle as much with them because of my dyslexia. The problem is a, a they're very expensive, but b um, rightfully so. Recording an audiobook is a lot of hard work. Um, I am like not. I don't want to go back to reading. <laughs> Well, we have seven Michael, audible credits. Michael Kramer's doing... No, no, we, I can't listen to this book. Oh, right. Because of spoilers. And so I'm like, oh, no. Michael Kramer's been doing such a good job telling me bedtime stories. And now I don't get to have Michael Kramer telling me bedtime stories. And I'm sad about it. That That is actually very fair. I'm uh, so sorry. So, yeah, we did uh, we did four audiobook reactions this uh, week mm-hmm. be- for uh, patrons and YouTube members. Yes. Um, sorry, those are not public. The reason they're not isn't actually because we're like trying to get more money out of people. It's literally because uh, they only get viewed by a couple hundred people. And so they would kill our algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's literally like to save the channel from like falling apart. Yeah. We made this decision and I like it. I think it's working out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think it's fair. And also, yeah, it is one of those weird things where, it, like, if someone, if someone saw it in their algorithm and was like, what does that mean? And yeah. it's just us sitting there with, with nothing, <laughs> right? Because at least yeah, with yeah. our reactions, you can put stuff on the screen, but, yeah, yeah. but it's it's nothing. Um, and so it's a little, it's a little funky. Um, so anyway, there's four audiobook reactions up. Uh, if you watched the last one, you'll know that I said some things that um, immediately made me look like a fool if you read the next chapter. And we'll talk about those when we get to them. But right now we're at the top. We're at chapter 49 of The Well of Ascension. 
And uh, yeah, Elend is like getting ready to leave for the Well of Ascension, uh-huh. and Tindwill is mad at him for doing so. Yeah, she's like, you're a fucking coward. And he's like, look, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I trust Vin. There's no, like, what am I going to do if I stay here? Yeah, probably die. Probably die. Like you, Tindwell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, there's there's a whole thing that has happened after this, and Ellen's like, I got to be around for that story, which is why I can't die at the end of this book, even there's though Nerdy definitely book. thought that I died at the end of this Look, book. Look, I thought, I thought he was dead as well, 100%. Um, um, what, one of the things that I found funny about this conversation is that Tindwell is like, what, but, like, how do you know that the Well of Ascension is a thing? Like, that's too mystical for me. That's too magical. And I'm like, woman, you can pull memories out of metal. You can, like, grow your heart three sizes that day because you had a heart three sizes too small the day before. You're in the room of a girl who flies and can fucking, like, see the literal fucking future because she swallowed a little flake of a certain metal. Yeah, but for them, and that's she's normal. Like, ah, yeah, but the Well of Ascension is too magical for me. That's, like, their normal everyday, like, oh, yeah, Mistborn existing can do these things with metal. The Well of Ascension is so far above and beyond, like, what Allomancy and Ferrochemy is, like... I mean, it turns out to literally just be magic metal. So it's actually not that far above. It is the it's same not, thing. The well isn't metal. Yeah, it's it is. like a like a glowing liquid. The book literally describes it as liquid metal. Okay, sure. I don't like. I, I don't I'm think just the saying well the, of ascension. The book is... literally describes it as a liquid magical metal. That 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 is the book description. I didn't come up with it. That's just what sure. they. That's just what they called it. Sure, sure. I yeah. You just love to hate Tindwell. I don't hate Tindwell. I'm I like I love Tindwell and I support her. Um, I'm all about Tindwell in so many ways. I just it's something that I find funny in in a lot of media. This uh-huh. is not a misborn thing. This is like a general media thing where the line of what characters are willing to buy into in terms of magic at because times it's normal for them. Yes, but it's it's always in worlds that already have, like, magic that they don't understand. Like, in our world, we don't have magic, right? Okay. And so if something magical happens, we're like, oh, how the fuck does that work? Uh-huh. In this world, there are, like, multiple kinds of magic that are, that, that, they, that people see. That yeah. like that they and, and that it's like normal for them interacts with on a regular basis exactly that so to, it's completely that, normal but but in my opinion it isn't I think that once you have crossed the threshold of being around shit that makes no fucking sense but it does make being sense being open to the idea of the well of ascension makes more sense than being like there's no chance of it because you're like well I don't know clearly magic happens right like sure clearly but like, magic happens in this world on a level where i would be like there's at least a 50 percent chance that the well of ascension is real and I she's don't know, like zero because you've got you've got the lord ruler who made the world exactly what he wanted it to be the mm-hmm. well of ascension could be like uh could be just made up by the lord ruler to make him seem more magical to make it seem like a thing like like very clearly he has manipulated history and stuff and like had his it obligators teaching such and such like sure my, my point isn't that she should believe it wholeheartedly uh-huh. my point is that she should be more open to the idea of it 
I, I think that in a world where people can do magic, when someone's like, and there's also this magic thing, I think that the being like, well, no, that one's impossible, but these ones I'll buy is is always weird to me. And it's I think that it's it's done in a lot of different pieces of media where they're like, well, no, but like that magic. Marvel does this where they're like, everyone loves Spider-Man, but people are like uncomfortable with the X-Men because they have superpowers. And I'm like, they're the same. Like, I don't understand how you draw a distinction between these two But things. it's like the difference between like, if you lived your whole life with like, mm-hmm. uh, like electricity or something like that. That, to some people, seems like fucking magic. If we lived in a world without electricity and we read about it in a book, that would seem like fucking magic. But if Tindwell lived in a world with electricity and then someone was like, yeah, there's actually a forever lightning storm in the mountains that grants wishes and blows up sometimes, you'd be like, that that sounds insane. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, the Well of Ascension is so far outside the realm of, like, ferrochemy and allomancy, which are, like, normal, kind of normal everyday things. People know that they exist. People have seen them. Tindwell, like, has experience with them. And it, it, and so, like, the Well of Ascension is, is not, like, it, it doesn't make sense like those things do because, like, you've never seen it. You've never heard it. Like, you don't understand it. And so I, I don't really, I, I think that it's like perfectly valid that she's like, this is probably a fucking fairy tale. Interesting. I, I think that it is, I, 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 very, I really disagree because of the existence of the Lord Ruler. I, I think that okay. if, if, someone, <laughs> if someone is wildly more powerful than everybody else on earth and is a thousand years old, and they say it's because they went to the Well of Ascension and got the super magical duper powers. But Vin knows exactly why. He just, he's a ferrochemist and an element. Which isn't possible. So I, I'm, I'm saying that they're already dealing in the impossible. So why would you be so vehemently against the explanation for the impossible thing that you know exists when you know that the impossible thing exists? She is a scholar. She is very much like, I'm not going to believe anything until we can like prove it three different ways. Again, it is not about proving it. Mm -hmm. It is about being open to the possibility of it, Mm -hmm. which I think more scholars would be. Tindwell is like, guys, this is the dumbest thing you could be doing. You should stay here and give people hope while they die. I think Tindwell just thinks that that's more important than the off chance that the well exists. Than the off chance that maybe you could save people? Well, she thinks that Ellen like, being literally, there would save people. Tindwell, Tindwell is like, no, no, no. You guys have to be here so that you die with these people. She's given up. She's completely given up. She's like, no, we're all just going to fucking die here. How dare you think that the thing that, we're, that we've been talking about for a thousand years, the magic well that might fix all of our problems, how dare you think that exists? Don't have hope for that. Give these people hope while they're slaughtered by Kolas. I just, I just Tindwell, like, Tindwell doesn't believe that there's a, a magical button that's going to fix everything, which there isn't. I mean, in, in a way... Tindwell is, like, kind of right. The Well of Ascension does not exist in the way that we believed it to. And it actually made things worse. So, like... But it could have made things better if Vin had taken the power. Maybe. Maybe. No, it would have. She could have remade the world in whatever image she wanted. And then what? And then the cycle repeats itself. The Wheel of Time. God damn it. If the prophecies hadn't been messed with... Which we will get to, because, like, fucking Wild. Hell. Fucking uh, wild. If the prophecy hadn't been messed with, Vin would have known not to release the thing. She would have taken the power and she would have saved Ellen and, like, given us a yellow sun again. 
Maybe. I don't think we know enough about the power to know that. I mean, that's... Because the Lord Ruler took it and became a fucking cunt. Yeah, but he was a cunt before. Was he? Yeah. He... <laughs> yes. Fucking Quan is like, my, my... I'm sending my nephew Rashek because he's a racist and kind of a terrible guy. And I know that if I need him to murder this dude, he will be down. Yeah, okay. Quan literally is like, oh, fuck, I need, a, I need a child who is maybe down to do some murder for me. Oh, fuck, Rashik's the right guy for that. And then when the guy who's definitely down to do some murder for his uncle gets to the point where he has to do the murder, we're, he does it and then gets the, the we power need, of... We need a different chat up because we're missing super chats because there's no color. Fuck, are we? Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. No, I'll fix it. Um, fuck. Sorry, we're trying to get a, a better handle on Restream. We literally chat. haven't gotten past the first paragraph of the reading this week. Um, uh, Josh, welcome back to the nerd table. Uh, we can tell you why the audiobook is spoiler. <coughs> as soon as you finish the last section of Hero of Ages, no other Cosmere books have this issue as far as I know. Appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Well, thank you. I trust you guys. I'm I'm not worried about it. And uh, Fabu, thank you for that super chat. It reads like if people who use batteries every day can't understand how electric cars work. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that, like, Tindwell is very much a skeptic, but... I, I just think that, like, because because the Well of Ascension is supposedly where the magic powers that she has come from... Mm -hmm. Or maybe not she has. We don't know that Farrakhemi comes from there, but we know that Alamancy came from there. Yeah, because Farrakhemi existed before. Yes, but Alamancy didn't, right? Yeah. And so I think that... I think that... Her being like, the powers that Vin has, that we understand to have come from this place, mm -hmm. I believe that those powers exist, but I don't believe that the place that they come from exists. Okay. Because I think that it is something else. And like that, that my, my, my thing with Tyndall is that she, and, and I think this is my issue with Tyndall kind of roundabout, right? Mm -hmm. Is that I think that she is so dedicated to her very narrow point of view mm -hmm. that she actually doesn't entertain other ideas. And so I think that she ultimately has mediocre ideas. I think that Tindwell's inability to entertain um, a variety of ideas and being so narrowly focused on what she thinks is successful ultimately fails her in many different ways, right? I think that in some ways she does help Ellen to become a better leader. Yeah. But she is also so determined to make Ellen a better leader in a very specific way that she ends up taking a bunch of his time and he ends up losing his throne because he is distracted by all of the other things going on, right? And I think what? that... What?! Well, that's what happens. That's literally what happens, right? He's not distracted by Tindwell. He's distracted by being in his books. Tindwell, Tindwell changes him for so much the better, and he even Ellen acknowledges it. People look at him different. People treat him different. Tindwell did good fucking work, and I will not stand for that slander. Okay, but it doesn't work. Well, like, it's you can, already too late. You can say, yeah. like, Tindwell, Tindwell changed him for the better, but the people but he, believe in Ellen, right? And that's that's really the I think people already Tindwell's... believed in Ellen. The people were never the problem. Eh, no, the the people are the, the people don't give a fuck. Yeah, they but do then... because Ellen is with Vin. The people don't believe in Ellen because Ellen. They believe in Ellen because he's got Vin. Like that 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 the whole structure of Ellen's power is that the people go, oh yeah, he's got the Mistborn. 
That that is the base no. of his power. And I think at the beginning, but the, but Tindwell is the one who builds Elend up to have his own reputation, and like 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 the people see Elend doing shit for them and being a leader, and I think that makes a world of difference. Scafandi, think about that super chat. Uh, super it might be chat. the connection to God that she doesn't believe in. Sure, she she just thinks it's a waste of time to go try and save people with it, though. Yeah, she yeah. thinks that you should try and save pe- the people in front of you by by being present as opposed to chasing a dream. Uh, Gryback, uh, Mixed Up Bot can show chat. you both chats and can alert you to both Super Chats and Twitch alerts if you need something like that. Mix it up, Bot. Mix Thank it up, you. Bot. I'm okay, good to know. i picture of that because, yeah, the Restream chat bot is, like, not my favorite. Arzu, thank you for five gifted membos. Arzu, thank you. That. We're going to have so much green in no, this chat. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I Again, like, I'm pro Tinwell as a character. I don't think that I would like her as a person, right? I don't think she and I would get along because I think that she is unforgiving. And I think the funny thing is that people would say, but you're unforgiving in your opinions of people. And that's true. But but she's unforgiving in her vision of the world. And She's had it rough. Yes. No, 100%. And, that, and that's why yeah. I forgive her all of her sins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think that in a world of magic... And in a world of, like, we're all about to be killed by Coloss. I, I just, I found him, bera- her berating him for trying to do something. I just found it to be very hollow to me. I was like, okay. Really? You know what? You're right, Tindwell. Let's sit here and die. Cool. Thanks for the advice. It's great. You know what I mean? Like, I was reading it, and I was like, what do you want him to do? Like, literally just die? No, but, I think But be Tind- seen dying? Like, is, I think is- Tindwell has hope. She does not have hope. Yeah, that's why she like like Ellen. You should be here. To yes, yeah, so they can watch you die with them. She does not think they're going to survive. At no point does Tindwell think that they're going to live. I mean, they did all right. They did not. Vin came back and unlocked a new magic power. Sure. The only reason they survived is because Vin came back and unlocked a new magic power. That without it, it would have been so much worse. Uh huh. They. They got massacred. And here's the thing. If they had left to go to the Well of Ascension in the north, they never would have made it in time in at all. So Tinkle sure. was also right. Like, you're, oh, you're going to just go on a nice little jaunt for a week or two? I guess we'll be dead when you get back. Like... <laughs> Sure, but it, um, I want to say also, uh, Jabroni, thank you, thank you, thank Jabroni, you. Jabroni, thank five you for five gifted, gifted members. Gifted memberships, we really appreciate that. It is, it is the difference to me of the. Yes, they they go north and it isn't there, but they're trying to do something based on the information that they have, and they've been manipulated by God. I don't blame them for being manipulated by God, right? I don't, uh, or whatever, whatever power is so powerful that, that it is. can rip pieces of paper within treasure chests. No, no, no. The mist ripped the paper to try and get attention. The go- God literally just changed the words that were on the paper. The mist tried to get Seiza's attention by ripping out that one line, by being but, like, but then this why is wrong, this is wrong. It? Steal it. What do you mean? Yeah. It's stel- it, they, they were stealing that piece of paper. Uh-huh. Because the the, the, the the ripped part was gone. It was it, was, it yeah. had gone missing. Yeah, because it was false. They were trying to rip it out to get his attention, and then at the end, it like he he has the the piece that's ripped again. Yeah, it's given back to him, but it's changed back. Yeah, because the mist can't change it back. But it's like, hey, listen, hey, listen, like. I don't. I still don't understand how the mist would be able to get into the chest to do that. It's mist. 
It is, it's like turning into a gaseous form in D&D, &D and you can enter closed spaces. Yeah, but it's a closed chest inside. Uh-huh. It's mist. I don't fucking know. Like... <laughs> I, I think God did it. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think that you could look at it either way. I, I think that... I think that the I think that like no matter how you feel about Tindwell, Tindwell, you rock. Uh, you did the best that you could. I just feel strongly that I I am happy that our characters tried to do things and didn't just wait around for death. Sure, sure, you know, hundred percent. Like, yeah. I Tindwell is really good at being like, there's a right way to do things. I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you when you're doing it wrong. And that to me, we is, all need that person. I, you don't though. You need the person who will give alternate solutions. It's why Tindwell never really makes it into the crew. Is because she doesn't bring any ideas. She just brings well, yeah, up like she's been held in the room, raped for thirty years. She has no ideas. <laughs> she I so, she survived. Vehemently disagree with that. Why? You just said she doesn't bring any ideas. She doesn't because she is so dedicated to biography. She is so stuck in her ideas of the past. That doesn't mean that she doesn't have ideas. It's just that her worldview is that like, oh well, these men did it right, so you need to be like these men. And I disagree. She said with that. these men were successful. She's like, I'm going to bring you people who were successful at what you're trying to do, whether or not they did it right. Is it doesn't matter. They 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 did it. They did mm -hmm. the thing. I look. If I'm gonna base my like leadership off of anything, I I might look and study the people who like did it good. You know what I mean? Like they 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 achieved what they tried to achieve. They were respected. They they did the thing. I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. I think that most of human history has been uh, marred by. Men who have been very successful by being awful and by treating people poorly well, yeah, and by creating you, systems you that. that disenfranchise the... Yeah, yeah. Okay, but if you're going to study them, uh -huh. the, the, the way that we've done it historically is the way that the Lord Ruler did it. And I think that we can come up with a better system. I think so too, I'm with but Ellen. you have to learn what those things were. You can't go in blind and say, I'm not going to bother looking at what other people did. Because then you have problems like Ellen, Ellen well, getting voted out. And, and I would say that no matter what, you're kind of going in blind because we're not really great at keeping history accurate but sure but i would rather have some information than none at all i can i even if i'm studying these people to see what i don't like about what they did that is still beneficial to me yeah for sure yeah sure i just wouldn't be so doggedly um attached to every aspect of it the way that she is i think that she's just trying to convey the information and then it is up to ellen to be a good leader and take that information and do what he wills with it Right? I do, I, Tindwell I, is the vessel for that I information. I do not think that that is how she looks at it. I don't think she views it as malleable. You and know, that is my is issue with so her. so strange. I, but, no, but that's my issue with her. Is I, I think that she doesn't view it as, here is the information, do with it what you will, uh -huh. make it your own. I think she looks at it as, here is the information, this is how you have to do it. And that, to me, is why I find her to be... I think that the the way in which she convinces Ellen to be a leader is concerning to me because at the end of this book, he does accept the emperor title. And I think that you... What's he going to do? Be like, no? like. No, I, I think that he does the right thing. Okay. But because of the way that Tindwell looks at leadership, I am a little bit hesitant to say that it is the best way to create... Uh, what Ellen wants to create, which is a new future and not just a return to past norms. Sure, but this book taught Ellen that he needs to stabilize things before he can reinvent them. That was kind of the point of the book. 
really I don't feel like that was the point that's interesting I don't really feel like that was the point of the book mostly because I don't think that they ever like I if that was the point of the book then we'll never get to see that well I, I think that's why there's so many different eras in this like in the Cosmere right that's my guess. Well, the, no, the other the other Cosmere stuff doesn't happen on this planet. Oh, okay. Well, then my understanding of Cosmere know. is that there are shards, and everything happens in different shards. And so this is a shard of the Cosmere. There's a multiverse. Yes, kind of, but they're shards. Okay. There's a shardiverse or a shardiverse where Shadowheart. A shardiverse. But like you know, with how the book ends, with like oh, we have to go basically fight God. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the next book is going to be like, and then we stabilized Luthadel. <laughs> They're going to be like, wow, people are getting murdered every day. What the fuck do we do? God damn. Oh, no. No, no, no. I think that this book just, like, implies bigger things, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, Alan and Vin fuck off. They, uh, they're they're friends. Anyway, that was the first paragraph of the reading this week. Yeah, their friends lie to them, and they're like, all right, thank you for that map, Sazed. Wow, very useful. We're going to go find the well. Yeah. Um, let's 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 go do it. They're also gonna go take a package to the terrace people. Yeah, they've been you know they've been doing some research, mm-hmm. they've been collecting some stuff. Very important knowledge. Time to pass that on. Yeah, they wrote a book. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not dry at all. No. Knowing those two, I'm sure it has a lot of emotion in it. Um, Alrian leaves with them. Uh, uh, but but Sazed's next book. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's gonna be like. It's going to be a page turner. It's going to be a weep inducer. It's going to be the fault in our stars. Honestly, yeah. That checks out. Um, Argan uh, go, leaves with them. And is like, oh yeah, I'm totally just wanting to be safe with you guys. And then they they get past all the guards and the arrows and stuff. And then Argan's like, thanks for the ride, deuces. Mm-hmm. I was like, what a little fuck. No, Argan is great. She's great. Argan is awesome. Argan is like, fuck, how can I save Breeze? I'm going to go convince my dad yeah. to turn around. No, look, Argan is great. She also is like riding into war by herself. And then it's like, well, if you're if you're not going to come, dad. And he's like, fuck this girl. If you want to save me, you better come with me. Uh, <laughs> and so the, the boys are looking out mm. over the Kolos camp from the top of the wall. Mm-hmm. Breeze, Demu, Sazed, Hammond, and Clubs. They're all standing there and they're like, oh yeah, we are definitely going to die. Mm-hmm. And also um, the Kolos camp is on fire. So that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, that's probably bad because what we know of Kolos, they kind of like whip themselves into a frame. No, that's not what's mm-hmm. happening here. Isn't that it? No, this is, uh, the money is burning. The money wagon is burning. Who do you think burnt the money wagon? I don't know. I didn't consider that, so I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, the... Jastis tells Ellen that this happens when they meet in the woods. Yeah, that makes sense, but, like, in this chapter, they're like, oh, Kolas, they, you know, get themselves... No, that's way later. That's what? when they attack. That's like a whole. That's like that is, a two days from now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Amv fan, welcome to the nerd table. Not a multiverse. Each series set on a different planet, but on the same universe. Cool, cool. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay. I was like, oh god, are we gonna have different versions of? This oh, that story was deleted. Maybe that's a spoiler. Well, it seems like you already like knew some stuff. That is... I don't know. I don't know that that's a spoiler. I don't know that that... that I th- That's like... 
I don't it, it, how I, unless like space travel exists in future books. I don't know that this really ma- that really matters, but I mean, it is one of those things where I've been like, how are all of these different like series structured, but are in the same like series? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, okay, different plant. That's that's. I don't know. Oh yeah, people are like, no, nah, that's spoilers. <laughs> all right. It's it's hard for us to tell. I mean, uh, I already knew that, so I don't feel spoiled because you spoiled I just, me. I'm sorry, I didn't know there was a spoiler. Spoilers. I thought it was like different planets, like this. Fu- mods, can you mods? Can you handle this guy, please? God I, damn. I'm sorry. It's something that I've known for years. Know, just it's just one of those things where, like, I know that they're called the shards. I don't know what that means. It's like even if you've never watched Star Wars, you know that Vader is Luke's father just because it like exists in the world. I've been to so many conventions. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've talked with so many people about so many different things that, like, there's just, there's some things that you're like, like Percy Jackson, right? I've never read the Percy Jackson books. I knew most of the events of the book that I read. Sure, yeah. Just because I've, well, and I've also seen the movie. So but, the like, movie. there's just stuff in the ether. <laughs> no, I know. I that, know. like, I don't know. I don't know how to, I, I, you know, it's like the Attack on Titan thing where I was like, oh, yeah, Aaron Yeager is a Titan that these people live on. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, like no, and the I'm chat where, sure that that's... The chat of that, I mean, people still comment on that video a year and a half later where they're like, why did you spoiler her on that? And I'm like, I've seen the show now. I wasn't correct. Yeah, I didn't yeah. spoil her. I didn't know what I was talking about. I just had a vague like, this is the something. weird idea that I have from the information that I have, like, heard second, third, fourth hand, you know? There, there are some movies, too, where, like, I've watched them and been like, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. And then I've watched them, and I'm like, I've never seen this. Yeah. But I knew that all of this was going to happen somehow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. And yeah. I'm like, did I? Is this what deja vu feels like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I have no problem if, like, d- like delete that comment because obviously, like, we welcome other first-time readers here. Well, we just talked about it after, so I, we kind of ruined that, but... Sure, sure, sure. I just, I just mean, like, we've asked our mods to err on the side of extreme caution, not only for us, but for everybody else. And so, you know, if your stuff gets deleted, don't take it personally. It is just, um... Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay, great. We're rolling. Okay. We're rolling. I'll get a pie. Great. I feel like I like want to like tell about people, but I don't want yeah. him to see it. Never mind. Um, All right. So um, we cut over to Straff, who is feeling sick. He's like, oh, oh, oh I'm so <laughs> sick. <laughs> um, and then he's like, bring me Amaranta. And she's like, get in, loser. We're going shopping uh, for drugs. And then we are, we are revealed that uh, Amaranta has been sleeping with Zane. She has knife wounds in her tits. And that's the way that Zane shows love. And she likes it because she's sad that he's gone. And it makes it weird that Vince, that Zane stabbed Vin in her boob. Yup. That's, that's really his like sexual thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even if the voice in Zane's head is like God. He's still a fucking psychopath. Oh, a thousand percent a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, but then, wild. so this is, but 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 he does this so much. He just likes popping balloons. He's okay. got a balloon. Fetish. He's a lunar. <laughs> uh, Zane confirmed lunar, and he can't tell the difference. Uh, so Zane <laughs> stabs boobs so much uh-huh. that his dad knows that that is his thing. 
And that is just well, so wild. Is it really that wild because uh, fucking Straff is the one who took Ellen to go have sex for the first time and murder a woman? So, like, is I, it that weird that he knows his son's No, 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 it's not that. It's not It's not that. It is that Zane is so consistent. Like, it's that, <laughs> like, it's that this is Zane's thing. <laughs> he learned his thing right away. It's he was just very so, like, aware. How do, you, how do you discover that that's your thing, man? Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. This is where, though, I want to have a brief, and maybe not so brief knowing us, but a brief conversation about Brandon Sanderson and the way that he is prudish about healthy sex, but writes a lot of weird, very, very aggressive rape and kink stuff. Yeah, yeah. He won't write that, you know, Ellen and Finn had a lovely night together, but he will write that Zane has a kink for stabbing women in the boobs. And I don't know how I feel about that. And I think that it goes back to last week when I was like, uh, yeah. well, no, clearly Ellen and Vin haven't had sex. And people are like, well, Brandon Sanderson just doesn't like having se- talking about sex. Yeah. But he's very happy to write the violent and aggressive side of it. He just won't write the good side of it. And I, I don't understand that. Because it makes it seem like all of the sexuality in this book is violent and aggressive. Mm. And that this is a... That this society is so... Like, that, that, that sex within the society is such an evil thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're going to write those things... And I don't mind that they're in the book. I think that they set the world well. And I think that they make sense for Zane's character. But I would actually prefer you write more of the good stuff in... So that it's not so heavily balanced towards just sex being only brought up when it is such a negative. Yeah. When it is so gross. And it is the one thing about this book that I actually think, especially after this moment with Amaranta, I am disappointed that there isn't more positive sexuality in the book. Because there's so much violent and disgusting sexuality in this book. No, I actually, I think that that is a great point. Um, so Scuff Andy, thank you for that super chat. Um, appreciate it. We are, we have ascended. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it that way. And when you put it like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's, that makes a lot of fucking sense. I, I, and look, I'm not saying that there's a right way to do things, right? Like he, he's more than welcome to write however he wants. I just think that the balance of this book is off and like we're two books into the series and there is there is so much conversation about sex in a negative light yeah. in a series that has a romance at the center of it where there is a couple that lives together for over a year. Yeah, like, It's not like there's no room. To, you don't even have to write sex scenes. You could be like, Ellen is like, Vin, you know, don't go out tonight. Stay with me for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Stuff like there that. You go. Or, or the door was locked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it can be it can be subtle like that. It doesn't have to be full-blown scenes. But yeah, it is. A we also don't bit... see Zane's sex scene, but right. we, we but we see Zane talking about sex, right? We see Straff talking about sex. Yeah, we see Ellen talking about the time that he, you know, was forced to rape a girl when he was thirteen. Yeah, we the 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 sexuality is talked about. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to write sex scenes. I'm not saying I want more aggressive sex, right? Yeah, or, or sorry, uh, not more aggressive sex. I'm not saying I want more. Um, I'm not, I know, want more descriptions of the act of sex. Mm-hmm. But I think that because of how much you talk about the bad side, just talk about the good side as well. Like, show that not everyone in this world only has sex when it's rape. Because I'm not convinced that that is true. I'm yeah. not convinced that anyone has sex in this world unless it's rape. Because it's the only thing we talk about. And we talk about it so much from yeah. chapter one of Vin being like, hey, I am 
literally desperately trying not to get raped at all times by the people that I live with to now where Amaranta and Vin both have this scar that is Zane's sexual mark that he leaves upon them. Yeah. Right? And like you've literally scarred the female lead of your series in a sexual way, but you're not willing to talk about her healthy sex life that she has with the man that she loves. Yeah. And I think that that is a weird line. Yeah, I know. I think that's absolutely valid. Um, uh, Jelani Coleman, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for that super chat. Uh, maybe go. we can compile some word of Brandon's for you to react to after Hero of Ages to clarify things without spoiling. What is word of Brandon? Is that like his podcast or something? I like his podcast a lot. The one he does with his writer friend. Mm. Um, I found it because they were reviewing Rings of Power, and yeah. I I just really like we the way that they discuss feelings. the way that they discuss things. I actually, really enjoyed. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I, I, you know, we would definitely like. I, I, I have stayed away from Brandon Sanderson talking about stuff because of spoilers, but mm-hmm. happy to like watch anything that is deemed spoiler free for sure. I think I, I think he's very intelligent. But yeah, I just if, if we're gonna be following Vin's experiences in this world, I would like to know that she's having those positive experiences and not just only be told when it's negative. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, you guys can assume that she's also having good sex. And I'm yeah, like, Yeah, no, okay, I, I, I agree. I can assume that, but I but you're telling me that she's having bad sexual experiences with men. Yeah. No, I, I think that's absolutely valid. And, and you know, that, the, that will vary. But I, I think that, the, the, yeah, the, I just think people are like, oh, there's no sex in this book. I'm like, no, there's a lot of sex. It's just all fucking evil. Yeah. I would love, I would love, I, one thing I would have loved in this book is because Straff speaks so negatively about the female body, to have Ellen speak. To have some, when we're in Ellen's POV, some time where he is very complimentary about Vince. We never really see him compliment her. That's not true. He literally is like, your eyes are beautiful. Before okay, she, that's she not, goes to the well. That's not. What? That's so, that's so high school. Like. The, He's never, like, had They've a, been having sex for a year. They have been fucking for a year. And we have never once had Ellen be like, the way she moves her body, like, just anything. What? He talks about how graceful she is all the time. Non-sexually. Yeah. None of it is sexual. Their relationship is so prudish in the way that he discusses her. Yeah. But then you cut to his dad being like, fucking women get ugly when they're 28. And I'm like, just like, just balance. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's my feeling. I I hear you. Uh, so Amaranta reveals that she's actually been the one poisoning him and that Zane was just fucking with him the whole time. Yeah. And I, like, I don't want to say that I like Zane more because Zane is the worst, but fuck do I think it's hilarious to have your, like, dad's mistress start mm-hmm. fucking you. Yeah. And then her be like, oh, also, I want to, like, regularly poison your dad. Can you pretend it's you so that I can get away with it? And being like, yeah. Sure, that's sure. a thing. That's a yeah, that's gonna a good use of my time. Make him addicted to this drug. Uh, it's gonna be really fun. Just watch. Um, and it's yeah. Wow, it's Christian rapper. I hope that's a joke. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh God. Uh, oh my God. No, Christian rapper's been here forever. I'm uh, I'm know, sure that's a joke. Look, if, if if that was a new person, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, look, we can't have any pedophiles in the show. But uh, if, uh, you're Christ. lucky, you've been here for years. Because if you had, if you were new, I would have banned you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Christian rapper's green. Green means go. <laughs> well, his dad isn't wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Uh, I literally yeah, read yeah. it and then I like uh, went to the name immediately because I was like, either it's Fabu. Yeah. Or. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh wow. Decided mm. to join the stream at the wrong time. What's up, Blue? Hey, Blue. Good to see ya. Um, I'm just going to drop that link in the chat again as a reminder to uh, join the giveaway for $100 MissMountainGaming.com, which will be drawn at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Be there or miss out. Oh, sweet and savory. I know greens can be gifted. That's why I went to the name. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. I checked the name. <laughs> nah, we're just, uh, we're, yeah, it, we're, it's fine. It's fine. It's just wait, funny. Wait a second. You're over 28. Yeah. So oh, are you. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. So are you. No, you can't see it. That's what the Botox is for. Oh, we're admitting that publicly? I, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> like, All right. my face isn't frozen. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, you do so minimal. I literally go in and I'm give me give me the least amount possible. Mm-hmm. It's great. I yeah. love it for me. I have Botox done as well. In my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Your nipples just move a lot. They're yeah. getting wrinkly, you know? They flap. Yeah. When I don't wear a shirt and I jump up and down, you can hear them clapping. Oh my god, I thought that was your ass cheeks. <laughs> That's a really weird noise for nipples clapping. Uh, Zane's gonna stab you in the boob, watch out. Um, um, and so, uh, uh, before finding out what uh, he has become, a, been forced to be addicted to, uh, he kills Amaranta for cheating on him with Zane. I don't know. It's a it's a really fucked up family I dynamic. I definitely thought it was for like poisoning him. But it, yeah, it could be that he, she was sleeping with Zane, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so Jim, welcome back to the nerd table. Wouldn't you say that the negativity is balanced through consequence? I definitely think that there uh, there are consequences for the villains for doing terrible things. Um, the book yeah. is not lacking in that. It just would be nice to... Like, the world is dark. Like, it, it, it is... Yeah. Like, it is tough... A little bit of light in there, I would not go amiss. Um, I would not say the sexuality is balanced, but I do think that there is comeuppance for the people who do sexual stuff negatively. Except for Ariane. Ariane is the one that doesn't have any comeuppance in this book, but she might in the next book. Yeah, that's such a weird one. No, it's not. It's rape. Yeah. If you use your superpowers to rape somebody, you raped them. I, I, it's, it's not, it's not any more or less complicated than that. It, no, the, the weird part about it is, is just her as a character and her, like, care for Breeze, like, that she is so emotional. Nope. No, no, I mean, <laughs> that, she's, nope, that doesn't change she's anything. so emotionally stunted, I think, because of the writing that she can't tell, like, that I don't think she understands what she is doing and has done to him. Like, I, I, like, legitimately, I think that, like, I'll make it okay. No, I'm not saying that it does. I just think that you could, you could say the same thing about somebody in our world and alcohol. And, like, I, I think that, like, that line. What? Is still that line. What line? That, that, that you, that you have emotionally stunted people who care about their partner, but, like, push them to drink so that they can take advantage of them. I'm, yeah, I'm not excusing it in any way. I'm just saying that she is a character is more complicated than just this prissy girl who's like, I want to fuck that guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like a Brandon Sanderson writes people that are not just like flat, like two-dimensional, like evil. Mm-hmm. Like there is like a human being I mean, behind Straff him. is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Straff is pretty fucked up. Yeah, Straff, Straff is just... Ariane is complicated. Yeah. But her actions are still objectively wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's going to be weird. Because I'm like, is Breeze ever going to know? 
I would. L- I wish Vin would would tell him. Uh, and Ernest Hill, thanks for that super chat. Wow, uh, thank you so much. Ellen being prudish and not thinking on fo- or focusing on sexual thoughts makes sense if every experience he has is negative. One good experience doesn't negate his trauma. Sure, but... They've been fucking for a year! <laughs> yeah, apparently. But we for don't... A, for a year! Do we'll... you know how much sex you can have in a year? So much! That's a lot of sex. Especially when one of you has literal magic stamina. Uh, well, yeah, but if Ellen's done, there's only so much you can do about that. Um, I, I think it's more that, like, sure, even if Ellen is not, like, thinking these things, having, like, implications that it is happening in a positive way would be nice to balance out the, um, like, evils of, like, the other sexual experiences in this world. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but thank you for that super duper chat. Um, yeah, Alrian goes, goes to Caesar, her dad, um, and is like, hey, let's take the army back. Yeah. And he's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Set, yeah. Set, Set has, like, no empathy in his body, um, but, uh. I don't know, here, here's, here's the thing, I, I think that Set, and this is a weird thing that I feel now, given the state of the world, in that we are careful about what we get involved in online now. Uh-huh. And part of the reason why we're more careful about what we get in, involved in online is because unlike a year ago, a year or two ago, right, mm-hmm. we have employees. Um, and I oftentimes, in engaging in what I want to be a part of online and, like, how spicy I want to be around certain things uh-huh. and, like, the, the dangers of, like, losing our audience, I now am a little bit more muted sometimes about certain things online not because I care about my own reputation but because I have to maintain this company's reputation so that we get the same views the same money and so that I can pay my employees right Mm -hmm. and I think that said is in a position of it's it, it isn't as simple as being purely selfish, right? I think that once you have people who are relying on you for their income, well, it drastically changes your mindset about Especially because they can't turn around. We know that his, like, their home is fucked. It's yeah. taken over. Like, they're, they're there because they kind of have no other option. And so, I don't know. I think that the, 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 it's something that I've found really interesting in online conversations right now. Of Like, well, why isn't this person who is at the head of this company not talking more about this issue that is controversial? And I'm like, well... It isn't always about their personal opinions once you have people who rely on you because you, if you, if you burn it all to the ground, the people who are often most hurt by that aren't the people at the top, but the people at the top are the people who are in control of the pipeline, right? Sure. And it really does, like, even since, like, we've had two, we have, like, two people that we well, we have like five people that we pay regularly now. Sure, yeah. Um, between Dragonlance and between our editor and between our social media person. And I actively consider those five people in more of the, our decisions than myself. Mm-hmm. It is more important to me that those people get paid than it is that we're making money, right? And so yeah. for me, like, it really, it really does kind of become... It, it drastically has changed the way that I view the world, and it drastically has changed the way that I view people that I previously would have been far more critical of, mm-hmm. because I need to, because I I understand how they're trying to take care of people, 
Yeah, and I think also like if like bring it to real world stuff like there's there's <laughs> um, a lot of issues are extremely complicated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and jumping in without having a full understanding is uh, potentially more problematic or dangerous like than than not saying anything and doing your research mm-hmm. you know people say a lot of dumb shit online and you want to you want to make sure that you are well informed before you know diving into the hellscape that is twitter for example um, um i, I want to bring up titanus here says the thing is that you can consi- that you consider magical influence as rapey but even breeze says that to him it's like convincing through dialogue except and this is vitally important and why i love breeze as a character is that he knows that using it to get sex is wrong, and so he doesn't do it. Yeah. It's it the is one thing the he doesn't do. The foundation of why he is single is because he knows, and he tells clubs, right? He has this conversation. He knows that it is wrong to use it for sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, it's the big thing. Yeah. And he, he knows can't that... ever trust that, like... Because he because he does it all the time, he can't ever trust that it is yeah. not part of the influence, and he that is a hard line for Breeze, and that is why we stand Breeze. We respect him. Yes, yeah. it is it is the it is the issue of the choice that look Breeze is willing to soothe, but most of what Breeze is soothing is doing is like he tries to make people feel better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so he is in this weird position of like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're they they're very very different, and maybe maybe Alrian can learn from Breeze. Yeah, and that that can be our hope for um for moving forward. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, and Melissa yeah. says I totally agree with you, nerdy. It's more extreme when you have kids. If doing the right thing might doom your kids, it gets exponentially harder. Yeah, yeah. When you have people who rely on you in any way, it it, it really changes your your view of the world for sure. Um, be- because you can't just fuck off. And, like, when I could just fuck off, when I was, like, working in restaurants and I went, when, when, you know, even getting married changed the way that I thought about the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because I was, like, suddenly, like, oh, my number one priority is making sure that you have food on the table every night. Whereas, like, back, I would have burned it all to the ground because I was, because I didn't have responsibilities. And I think that people without responsibilities are sometimes so critical of people with responsibilities because they ignore the responsibilities of those people and look at them and go, well, you should have done this for these people. And who cares about your company? Like, it's, why does your company matter at all in the equation? Yeah. And I'm like, because there's people in that company that are relying on that person to not burn it all down so that they can pay, so that they can feed their kids, their dogs, their pay their rent. You know, it, it is such a difficult, anyway, so set for me is a complicated thing of like, he's not willing to just march all of his people to their death. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that set is trying to get everyone killed. Right, yeah. I, do, I don't think Seth is that selfish. I think that he does care about his homeland, and I think that because he immediately wants to liberate it once he, you know, and part of that's probably power. And I, I think that there's an element of that. For sure. But I, I Seth, my opinion of Seth drastically changes when Alrian goes, "Well, you're riding into war to save me, right?" And he goes, "Yes." Sure. Yeah. Because that's the moment where I go, oh, it's not all about set. Yeah. He does actually care about something other than himself. Yeah. And then it's interesting to reframe all of the conversation around him. Especially knowing that he did a lot of it because he never had Alamancers. Yeah. And so he was trying to do what he could. He's not a good guy, right? Sure, yeah. But he is still trying to do the best of what he can do. Yeah. 
And in the moment where his daughter asks him to ride to war on the side that she chooses, chooses yeah. just out of his love he's for like, her, all he's right, like, all right, okay. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it is, like, it is truly incredible, like, how much every single person in this series feels like a real human. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. I, like, I am, I really am. I'm blown away. Um, yeah, 100%. At, at, Brandon Sanderson's writing in this. Um, I think, I think it might be, he might be the best at writing fully fleshed out people <laughs> that I've read. Obviously, mm. I haven't read everything. I haven't even read that much, but mm-hmm. um, give it a big thumbs up. Uh, so we cut over to Ellen, Vin, and Spook. They're in, uh, they're up in the mountains, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Lesta Bornis, sorry, is like, hey, there, there's somebody following us, and Vin is like, ooh, that's the Miss Spirit. Other people can see it now. That's concerning. Because this yep. is the first time someone else sees it. Yep. Yep. Because I don't think Seizet has seen it yet, right? Seizet. Uh, ooh. Did I can't Seizet remember the first time Seizet sees it. With the writ? <clears throat> no. Seizet doesn't see it until it's pointing. No. Yeah, yeah. So, Lesta Bornis is the first time. I, I'm pretty sure it's the first time someone else has seen it. And this is where I went, oh, things are getting worse. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, things are bad. Um, uh, then we cut over, Straff wakes up. Yep. He, the, the fucking mixture of powders he haphazardly threw into water and then drank somehow saved his life. Somehow. You know um, what? He, he had uh, enough knowledge and he rolled really well. He also weirdly is still erect. He's had an erection for three straight days uh, and he needs to see a doctor because <laughs> yeah. one of the things he threw in there was Viagra. Could you imagine... <laughs> I'm assuming Amaranta had some of that in there, so she he's just throwing stuff in. Quite possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think that that's... They were like, God, he's so unconscious, but he's so hard. What yeah. did he take? Yeah. Johnny Coleman, thank you for that thank super you for chat. Super chat. Uh, I think it's about informed consent. Breeze and Elrian both being emotional alimancers increases how informed they are about it. Yeah, but you have to inform someone that you're doing something, and she's not yeah. doing that. Yeah, If Look, if Elrian was like... I want to write you up and, like, get you horny for me. And he was like, sure, that sounds like fun. That would be informed consent. There you go. Yes. That that yes. sounds like fun. He doesn't seem to know that she's an Alamancer, so yeah. I'm not sure that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, we cut over to Seizet, who is just, like, walking around like a fucking zombie. Yeah. Can't he see, can't, see can't hear, can't taste. Shuffling. Yeah, He's yeah. desperately trying to eat broth, but he has to, like, have the thought, send it to his hand. His hand, it takes him, like, two minutes for each sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, who is that? Den, Den Drizau. Uh, there are no ads on YouTube. So if you are watching this on Twitch, uh, there's no ads on YouTube. There's yeah, only yeah. mid-rowls on Twitch. Sorry yeah, we don't, that. we don't put, we don't put... Ro- can't control it. I can't the... turn off mid-rolls. I wish that I could, but uh, no ads on YouTube. Except at the beginning. Um, and if you watch there's, this yeah, after... <laughs> if you watch this after the fact, there are. But while we're live, there's no ads on YouTube. Yeah. We do not put the ads in. Yeah. That's YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so... What... What... What else? Um, they're just they're, he's talking with clubs. They're they're trying to figure out. Oh, he's trying really hard. He's eating so slowly. Yeah, trying to figure out the best way to move forward. Um, and says it's like I have a religion for you. Here you go. Um, it's beautiful. It is. This religion moment was great. It actually, yeah, it was really cute. I was so into it. Yeah. At, yeah, the 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 god that just like wants art to be good, and I'm like fuck, like I that might make me religious. 
right? You know, artists being held in high esteem. Hell yeah, that's 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 my kind of that's my kind of worship. You know. Yeah, I need to. Um, I I need I need these kind of religions. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Our religions are so lame. They're all th- they're basically like th- we have like three major religions that are all just the same religion but with different like time periods and so we just fight about dumb shit even though it's like the same people. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much fighting and it, it's just over arguing about like what 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 happened when, which is just so wild because we're never gonna know. It was so fucking long ago. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it is. It is honestly tragic it is yeah how much energy we waste on shit that doesn't matter well and and like (laughs) fantasy religions are always like we have this beautiful religion where like we believe that we can become closer to god through art and we're like we've got muslims christians and jews they all believe basically the same books they've just been translated differently so we have like wildly different views now but they come from the same place at the same time from the same mouths and I'm like, why are we, why are, why are we killing over this? Why are we killing over which translation of the book you're reading? It literally drives me tell you. fucking crazy. It's not something I will ever understand. I know there are other religions in the world. I'm not, but like those three are the most prevalent, and they are the same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, Titanic. I know there are other religions, but the other ones don't kill nearly as many people. If we're going to name them all, we're going to be here forever. (laughs) We don't kill nearly as many people. I I, I hate to tell you this, Christians. I know that you think that you're all love. No religion has killed more people than Christianity. Just historically. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, well, you know, the Muslim faith has killed more people. And I'm like, it's not, it's not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close to close. Yeah. Christians win that one by so much. They won something. Hey, there's also Mormons. Mormonism is just a third book in the same religion. Yeah. It's the same book by the same people. Oh, God. Except in this time, there's aliens. Except he looked through the magic stones and read the magic tablet behind the magic wall. Because America. <laughs> uh, so a Christian, a Jew, and an Alamancer walk into a bar. Great, great movie. Great movie. Great Love setup. Great setup for sure. Uh, People are going to be so mad at me for that one, but I am right and you know it. Yeah. I've said, I've only said facts, okay? Where is the lie? This is, oh, this is a cloud. Um, it's a wrist. Oh, wow. The white balance of the camera just changed drastically. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. This is what happens when I walk into a camera. <laughs> <laughs> problem i have no problem with you believing whatever the fuck you want to believe just don't kill people for it yeah um don't be a dick that's the bottom line really yeah. um the beacons are laid condom calls for yo i did a i did a i filmed a haul yeah and it was a little bit blown out it was a little bit blown out and that was like the first comment yeah. on it i was like yes i have heard that one before thank you anyways um yeah uh so so, Jimmerous, Islam and Christianity are not as close as you think. Christianity wins it by so much. Yeah. It's Christianity bad. has... 
Guys, I don't think you understand how many people how Christianity many has people killed died? in the last 2,000. Only in the last... It's only 2,000 years old. Only 2,000? I don't think you understand how many people have died because of Christianity in the last 2,000 years. Here's the thing. You will never know. We have a pretty good idea, and it's a lot. Sure, I it's just mean, so like, many. I just mean, you know, the, the, the records back then. Yeah. Not as good as we've got now. Um... Yeah. Anyways, say said's like, oh, I think Dachshund is going to plan a rebellion. Maybe this is not the right time for that. But, you know, put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Tindwell is going to stay mm-hmm. in the city. Yeah. And then the alarm goes off. Yeah. Whee! And you're like, oh, God, the bombs are falling. And that's basically what it is. Yeah, we're fighting. Um, we're fighting about it. Yeah, but Sazen Tin will get to hug one last time. Jesus only wrote one letter. God damn it, Michael Kioski, get the fuck out of here. Uh, anyways, uh, Vin looks at the tent and sees the mist spirit. And he's like, Ooh. and she's like, yeah, God, she tries to like kill it. And it's smoke. So it doesn't work. So yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work. Ellen is like, what, what, what are you doing? I'm so sleepy. What are you doing? And she's like, shut up. Go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. She's like, let him sleep. She's like, watch. She's like, no, just, just go back to bed. Let him sleep. Yeah, and then uh, we, we get some really interesting Les the Borna stuff here, where he is, like, lamenting not being able to do more with Alamancy. Uh And we yeah. we get some stuff like, later oh, on where Les Bornis does not want to go back to the fight. And I think it's interesting. When I think about Ten Eyes, I could understand Ten Eyes breeding... I don't want to call it cowardice. Because I think cowardice is too strong a term. No. But I, I do think that being a Ten Eye would make you less willing to enter conflict. It would definitely because make you more cautious. you are hyper-aware of violence, but not able to fight. Yeah. And yeah. so for Les Bornis, he's like, I don't want to go back. I'm just going to die because they all have superpowers that are about combat. And I can just see that they're going to kill me really good. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Like his... his... I can see that they're going to kill me real good. But but really though, like he... he a, a pewter arm versus a tin eye... The Tenai can't get away. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing a Tenai can do. Yeah. You can't hurt the person. You can't get away from the person. They're faster, stronger, more graceful, and more adept than you are. Yeah, and no. all you can do is experience them murdering you with heightened senses. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's no benefit to Tenai's in combat. Yeah. Because honestly, you burn your tin, suddenly you can hear better. The shout, the the the, the noise of a battlefield, the clanging of metal on metal mm-hmm. is probably, you can't even really burn tin on the battlefield because the clanging would just drive you fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I would have, you would always have a headache. Tinite archers would be useful, but that's about it. Not really, because we don't have bows that, that can go, that that can go further than human eyesight like if you yeah, had a- like i like that idea but 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 we are limited by the bows themselves as well yeah it's not like we've invented weapons that at, at you least- had a sniper rifle and you didn't need a scope i mean yeah sure yeah if you had that kind of weapon i i don't know that yeah. they kind of i don't even know that they have like a, a two rivers long bow you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah like i don't know that they have an english long bow long enough to make use of that 
that can shoot three tiles instead of two. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> ten ice, you know, you know. ten ice could basically be better than. Ten eyes could be good for siege weapons. Are there siege weapons in this world? Nobody brought siege weapons to Luthadel. Uh, yeah. You would be a good spotter for a catapult, yeah, or a mortar. Like, I think that in our times of war, a ten eye is very useful because we have guns that can shoot kilometers. But in this world, like, you're not really useful in a combat situation. Uh, Johnny says ten eye archers in mist would be helpful. Oh, yeah. at night? Yeah, that's yeah, true. I Especially think that's if, fair. Which was a wild re- realization that ten lets you it doesn't let you see better at night it lets you see through the mist which is wild yeah it is strange i feel like that's got to be important right dinan says shout out to the roleplay relay shout out to the fucking roleplay relay let's go tomorrow let's freaking guys 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 if you know what's coming for the players if you've read the shadow of the dragon queen book you know what's coming it's so bad they're all gonna die Oh, God. I'm so right. excited. So I should roll a backup character, is what you're saying. I, you know what? You guys should all roll backup characters tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna tell the boys to all roll backup characters Fucking tonight just to scare them. I hate you. Uh, there is a link in the chat. Click it if you would like to enter for a $100 giveaway to MissMountainGaming.com. Giveaway. 4 p.m. You have to be there though. You gotta be there. Yeah. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow for the stream to win the money, the free money. Win free money. <laughs> My mom just sent me this. Oh, my mom's slayers. Uh, <clears throat> incredible. Yeah, you should roll a backup character. Yeah, you should do that. Um, all right, so then... Uh, there... We... The, the, the these chapters have a lot of bouncing around. So we get, like, clubs uh, going to the boys and being, like... They're, the Coloss are fighting, which is how they start a fight. They beat the shit out of each other to get mad, and then they come kill us. Yeah. And then Straff finds out about the same thing, and he's like, All right, we're gonna go chill. We're gonna leave. We're going to, like, march away from the city, but yeah. then we're going to march back towards the city, but we're not going to... Fuck Straff. Uh, and then Seized is up on the wall, and he's like, ah, we are la-fucked. Yep. And then Vin goes uh, to attack the people that are chasing them up the mountain, and they find out that it's Jasty's locale who uh, fled after the money burned, and he could no longer control his coloss, and then Ellen hears this, walks up to him, and goes, whink! Uh, and, like, kind of samurai swords out of the sheath through the neck and murders his old head. friend. So, uh, Ellen is a new man, huh? I mean, yeah. He got married and he was like, now I murder. Well, I mean... Uh, I burnt a murderer and now I murder. He's like, my best friend became a fucking lunatic who let people die and planned on killing more people. I think that's it for him. <laughs> like, he fucked up. Interesting. I think Ellen did the wrong thing here. Really? Yeah, if my best friend went home after I started a revolution, watched his entire family murdered in front of him, and then was chased out of his own dominance and did what he could and then fucked up this bad, I don't know that I would kill him. I think that Ellen is more responsible for where Jasty's ended up than he thinks he is. And I think that this is an act of, I think that murdering someone while they cower because they, the, their life in the last year has been an utter nightmare mm-hmm. that you're partially responsible for. Um, yeah, they definitely. I, I, I don't know. I don't think that cutting off his head while he's on his knees on the ground begging is necessarily the best thing to do to someone because they ended up in a situation that is awful. 
but 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 that is that, that started with them watching their entire family get murdered in front of them for the ideals that Ellen convinced them of. It's more like I don't know what else they could have done because I don't justice know that is I a murder liability. people because I don't know what else to do. No, I would have, I I would have been like, like, go live your life. No, because because Jastius could have gone and lived his life, and instead he used an army of Kolos to murder people. And so if you let him go, and he does more unhinged shit, those lives are kind of on you. Like, he is clearly, has he clearly has no regard for human life. Like, you know, March, like that village is all dead. Because of Jesse's and Jesse's legitimately thought he could control the Coloss, though, and was doing a pretty good job of it, considering he didn't have magic powers. He used wooden money. Do you you, you thought that that would last forever? Okay, but on the also, flip side, also he only has like four guards left. His people are dead. On the flip side, right? Uh-huh. When the Lord Ruler was gone, the Coloss were going to start randomly attacking. Sure. So Jastis controlled a group of them for a more significant amount of time than anyone other than the Lord Ruler. I I understand. I totally understand that. Um, I I understand a lot of it. Right. I I get it. I don't necessarily think Ellen is fully in the wrong. I don't think Ellen is evil for this. Yeah. But I also think that Jastis is a more pitiable character than the book makes it out to be. Oh, the book for sure. makes it out to be like he is. And I think that Jastis' death... I don't death, know that I agree with the I think book that, fully on it. I think that Jastis' death will weigh on Ellen's conscience. Conscience, right? I hope it does. I, 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 I truly do believe that. And I also think that if Jastis had come to them while they were still in Luthadel and Ellen was in charge, they would be able to have a trial and shit. Like, there would be, like, a different proceeding for what happened. But kind of just seems like Ellen is like... Fuck else am I supposed to do in this moment? I just I I, I don't know. I'm not man. saying what he did I was think right. That if I, I think that if I was like, oh, I did a revolution and then I sent my friend home to go like spread my th- teachings. And when he got there, he watched his family murdered, and then he was chased out and like can't go home because he will be killed if he goes home. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't know, man. Like that that to me is such an incredible Nicholas Reed says a justifiable action isn't necessarily the right action or the best action. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I, like, understand what happened here, but I do, I, I, I don't think that it was, like, the best choice or even the right choice to make, but I, I think that it is going to weigh on Ellen because they were friends. It's, like, the first guy that he's ever really, like, murdered like that. Who? Because it is murder. Yeah, for it sure. Is, this is not, like, th- 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 there's no other way to put this. Yeah. It is straight up a murder. Yeah. Of a man who is unarmed, and it, it it goes to my concern about what the way in which Tindwell has changed Ellen. Oh, that feels like Vin's influence to me. I don't think so. I think it is. I think that it is the the way in which Tindwell has convinced Ellen he has to behave to be a leader. Hmm. Interesting. And I, I think that without Tindwell, this wouldn't have happened. And um, I don't, I don't agree with that. Because I don't think that Ellen would have had the confidence to do it. I think that Ellen would have been like, "Well, we have to take you for a trial." And I look, I, I think that if Jassy's was put on trial mm-hmm. and was given a punishment, I think that I, I would be hundred percent on board. Yeah. I'm not saying that what Jassy's has done is okay. Yeah. I think that cutting his head off while he is, it, it is the image of a man being like, "My entire world has fallen apart in the last year." 
I, I, I 1000% made mistakes. Yeah. And just being beheaded for it feels so cold in a way that doesn't feel like Ellen to me. For sure. And I think that Tindwell's influence on him really made Ellen into the kind of leader that could do this. That even with Vin... Yeah. Yeah, I don't... To me, it doesn't feel like Tindwell's influence. It feels like Vin's. And I, I think that had Jastis come to him, you know, at the castle where he could have, like, had a trial and all of that, it would have gone very differently. But I do think that there is a danger of just letting Jastis go... Because I don't trust him. What's he going to do? He has no money and no power. Jesse's has nothing at this point. Like, like I, I get what you're saying, but Jesse's doesn't have the, like, political clout to raise another army. He tried one thing. It did not work. Like, it's he's not really a threat to anybody. He, there's, he has four guards. Like, what is he going to do? Hopefully. He can't go home because they will murder him on sight. He can't... He Like, I, I just... I don't know that he has the power to... I don't know that... I don't know that he has the power to ha- create more harm. Hopefully. Yeah. I, I mean, now he's not, obviously. But, like... Yeah, it is. it is a weird situation. Uh, and Will says, I think this, I agree. I think this is overcompensation because Ellen is looking at Tyndall's teaching and thinking that being too meek just got Luthadel wiped out. I, I agree with that. I, I, again, like, I, I think that a lot of this is Tyndall, um, I think that a lot of this is Tyndall's teaching of Ellen. And I think that it, I, I, I just, I don't know, I don't know that this is right. I don't, I, I understand that he did wrong things. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think beheading him in the middle of the night in his camp where he is fleeing. I, I, I just, I don't know that that's the right choice. Yeah. And I don't know that Ellen. I don't think it is the right choice. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think that this is like a, a really weird situation that Ellen is never going to forget. Yeah. You know? Well, because also if he did, Ellen would kind of be a monster. If he like forgot, like if he just like didn't care that he like killed his, one of his best friends like that. Yeah. Um, Talca Mothor, uh, this is why we have manslaughter versus murder charges, I guess. We may not have intended things to turn out this way, but they did. This is murder. This is not manslaughter. I think he means Jastis. Oh, yeah. Jastis committed manslaughter and Ellen committed murder. And they're, well, no, Jastis, Jastis. Jastis led a fucking army to literally go commit murder of like many, 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 yeah, many but, people. Yeah, but so did Set, And Set is on the council at the end of this book. And Set is going to get his kingdom back. Like, the- yeah, but Set also like Set is is actually in charge of his soldiers. Jastis marched a bunch of creatures that he had very very thin control of. They murdered entire villages to then go murder another city of people. I don't think that that is a. I, I don't think that you can draw that distinction. I don't think that one man gets to live because he brought humans, and one man dies because he brought Coloss. It's not about what he brought. It's that, that his, the, the humans that will listen to Set, whereas the Coloss will just murder. The Coloss were listening to. No, Jastis, they murdered the village, and now the Coloss are magically listening to. Vin. No, no, they murdered the village. They murdered I an entire village I am willing to bet that Set killed at least a town of people marching across the dominance to Luthadel. I, I mean, you can guess that, but I'm it's just, not in the book. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying that, like, I think that J- Jastis, Jastis brought an army and Set brought an army, and 
the the difference is that Vin killed all of Set's people, killed three hundred of Set's people, and Set managed to run away after that. Okay, but sure. Set, Set like, was Set also is... planning on besieging Luthadel and killing people. Sure, Set is also a slaver and like a terrible person. Like... I know, and Set is on the board of directors at the end of this yeah, book. Yeah, because he and Jastis got beheaded while kneeling on the ground begging for his yeah, life. Yeah, Set was in the right place at the right time for him to come, and he had Alrian, and they sweeped in it, and they they helped. And so, what are they supposed to do? Be like, well, I know you helped us, but before, like. The like his soldiers are more valuable to them working to help protect Luthadel than they are fucking burning and looting. Titanus says Ellen is an emperor. It's not murder. It's an execution. Ellen is nothing right now when this happens. Ellen yeah. is a dude on the road. Ellen has no title. Ellen hasn't had a title for weeks at this point and won't have one for at least another week. Ellen is not an emperor. Ellen isn't a king. Ellen isn't. He. I think that he is maybe a council member still in Luthadel. I he's think a nobleman, I guess. He he is basically a congressman at this point. That's it. Ellen is an emperor. He this isn't an execution. He has no authority over anything. Mm -hmm. He this is not this isn't him using his like elected power or his like emperor power. This is him killing his, beheading his friend on the side of the road mm -hmm. while his friend is on his knees going, "I'm sorry I fucked up." Mm -hmm. That's cold. Yeah. That's cold in a way that, like, I don't know. I, I, I understand. Like, he brought the Colas. It's not good. I'm not saying that what he's done is great. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that, th like, this isn't a fight. No. Jasty's lost. He's lost everything. Mm -hmm. You could maybe say it's a mercy killing and that Jasty's life is going to suck from here on out. So it's easier than... It's easier to kill him here than let him live out the rest of his life with his mistakes. Like, maybe it's a kindness, but it's murder. And sure. without any authority behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Vin, yeah, Vin made the decision to let Set live in the moment when she went to go murder him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. It, it, this this moment really threw me. I don't dislike it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm I'm. We're talking about it for a long time, not because it's bad. I I think it's great writing. Mm -hmm. It's because of the like ramifications of it that I want to talk. That we're talking about it for a long time. It's it's a great scene. Yeah, because what does it mean for Ellen moving forward? Like as as a person, like I said, it is. He's never going to forget this, right? Um, Chris Tyron says, "Would you say Straff was murdered? Straff was." In an army in the middle of a siege, yeah, that yeah. was currently attacking. They, yeah, that they was were marching an on them. active battlefield. I think the difference between I woke you up in the middle of the night in your camp as you were fleeing a war with no, with basically no guards, mm -hmm. and you are in the middle of a battlefield about to attack a city, not about to, in the middle of attacking a city, are such different situations that no one is not murder. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> they they. El Jesse's woke up in the middle of the night and his best friend walked out of the trees and went, what are you doing here? And he was like, I've ruined everything. I'm so sorry. And then his head was cut off. It's not It's not the same as Straff being like, we're going to fucking murder those people. Let's go, army. And Vin being the other army and killing him. They're, they're not yeah. comparable. Yeah, yeah. They're just not. Yeah. They, yeah, definitely. One is a fight. One isn't. And and that's the difference to me. If, if Ellen had murdered, or not murdered, but if Ellen had beheaded Jastis, mm -hmm. 
in the field outside Luthadel while the Kolos were charging, this would not be a thing at all. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't be the conversation. I'd be like, yeah, Jastis fucking deserved it. It is the middle of the night and he pulled him out of his tent to do this. Yeah. That is where I'm like, it's a strong choice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, and I, I agree with Philip. If there had been like a trial or like due process, he definitely would have been guilty. But the fact that you skip that process does is going to weigh on Ellen's consciousness. For sure. And I don't think pre-tind... The reason why I think it's important is because I don't think pre-tindwill, Ellen would have... I don't think he would have been strong enough to behead a man. Um, <laughs> eh, oh, God. <laughs> it's stuck. But I... I uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. R.C. King says he assassinated the enemy general and acted like it was a judicial execution. 100%. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, Vin is like, oh, shit, we've been lied to. The Well of Ascension is back in Luthadel. Peace out. Yeah. Uh, and Goodbye. So she, she travels backwards the way and that she I just I would came run from. 500 miles and I would run 500 more. Just a pewter drag through all the battle till Straff is dead down at my door. Ba-da-da-da-da! Anyways, Breeze is just fucking scarfing down powdered brass. Uh, Disgusting. Can you imagine the flavor? No. It would just be like, oh god. No, I really can't. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, They're being attacked. The Coloss are uh, on their way. Mm -hmm. You can't soothe Coloss yet. Um, Can't do it. Uh, Club says he's never lost a battle in, uh, 20 years, but that's because he was fighting with the Coloss. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Vin is like, oh shit, I gotta get there fast. Gotta go fast. And so she, she, like, she runs, she, like, uses all of her pewter. Yeah. And then she finds a village, and they give her horseshoes, and they're like, you're her, aren't you? And she's like... I'm nobody. But, yeah, I'm also her. But, yes, kind of. Give me all your horseshoes. And she makes herself a fucking rainbow road to... <laughs> By uh, using three horseshoes to... This was wild. I, I, I like, trying to picture this in my head, she was, like, basically, like, running a horseshoe cartwheel ring around herself. Yeah, kind That of. was allowing her to kind of, like, stay in one spot. But, like... Yeah, yeah, and and it says you know it took her some time to figure it out. And she keeps adding like, more horseshoes to make it more efficient. Yeah, I this is one of those things that like when they make when they eventually make this into something because I'm sure they will. They're adapting yeah. everything right now. Yeah, how the how the fuck do you do this? <laughs> this scene is gonna look insane. It's just gonna be Vin in the center and like a wheel, like a circle of which I think is what it him. should be. Sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, wild. wild. Very Fucking cool. insane. Um, yeah. 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 I also love that they're happy to give up the horseshoes because they're like, we don't have, we don't really have horses. So like, yeah. whatever. We, we barely have horses, but we do have horseshoes. And uh, so Sezad is given a gate that he is the backup commander at because basically like Penrod has put nobles in charge of all the gates and Doxin is worried about that. And so there is a backup commander to take over uh, when they eventually, you know, when when the nobles who have never fought in a war before and do not know combat uh, eventually make dumb decisions, members of the crew are at each gate to take over and make sure that better decisions are made. Uh, and so Sezet is put at the, like, last gate. And he is there with Captain Beatties. Um, and Beatties is like, yo, Sez, 
What do I do? And says is like, I don't know, just like act like you know what you're doing. And Bede's like, cool, I don't. But like, this will be fine. And uh, a bunch of random ska show up. And they're like, Seizad, you're the holy first witness. And Seizad is like, I, what? And they're like, yeah, you were there when Vin did the thing. And they're like, I, yeah, I guess. I, fuck, I guess I am the holy first witness. What a fucking title to have. And as uh, the, the fight begins, Seizad is watching down, using his magic eyesight to see that all the other gates are kind of like being overwhelmed slowly. And finally, the Coloss break over. And they break through Seized's gate. And Seized is like, all right, let's fucking go. And he taps into his pewter mind. And he makes his fist super powerful. He walks up to the biggest, baddest motherfucking Coloss. And he just, boom, one punch man that bullshit. And Seized is bald. So, like, I just straight up was like, oh, he he just becomes Saitama and just one-shots that guy. Love it. Love that for Seized. This moment fucking rocked. It was very cool. He turns to the others and he's like, let's go. And they start the fight. Bow, bow. Chapter 53. How close are we to... We're almost at part six, guys. We're doing, we're doing good. Doing great. If we can get to... Oh my god, it's 140. We are not what? great at time it management. It is 1240. An hour and 40 minutes is what I meant. Oh, I was like, uh... Yeah. Uh, so then chapter 53, Straff and his army are just sitting there being fucking cowards. Um, Seized manages to fight and like he makes himself super heavy and clo- recloses his gate by running into the door. Yeah. Is so cool. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, in other news, uh, Clubs dies. In other news, wow. Clubs is the first to die. Uh, we see the Coloss also invade Keep Venture, docks and dies. Breeze has a full meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Straff is like, we'll give them a couple of hours of pillaging before we go murder the Coloss. Let them have their fun. And Ariane is like, let's, we got, we got to go do the fight. We got to go help. Uh, and uh, he doesn't want to do that. So they're just sitting there being fucking cowards. Yeah. And Seizet uh, is just fighting. Seizet is doing the damn thing. He's fighting, and he is uh, just fighting and fighting. Fucking Dachshund is dead, and fucking Clubs is dead. Yeah, that was rough. This chapter was hard to hard to react to, guys. You guys were like, react to this shit. And I was like, oh, they die. <laughs> this isn't the fucking Wheel of Time. No, nope, people Main die. characters are at risk. There are stakes. And guess what? Guess who's happy about that? This guy. Uh, Linus Vickstrom, thank you for that super chat. Linus. Uh, sorry for making you sit through this chapter as a reaction, but loved it anyway. No, thank you, Linus. This was a this was a pretty incredible experience. Yeah, uh, thank you. The, these three chapters back to back, I understand why people wanted us to react to them. Oh yeah, I get it. It was a lot to listen to, and if you want yeah. like our full thoughts on these chapters, go watch because we you know literally go moment by moment. But, yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, yeah, was, I was. Surprised surprisingly more attached to Dachshund than I thought. His death hit me pretty hard. Yeah. Clubs, clubs, clubs felt like the one that made sense to go. Yeah, for sure. You know, his smoking powers have been less useful lately. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just elements of the character that you're like, oh yeah, you're preparing for him to go. Yeah. Dachshund though. I was like, oh, Dachshund's at HQ. He's safe. Nah, Dachshund hurt. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean they both like like the the sequence of clubs dying, Breeze losing his mind, and Dachshund dying was 
Tough. Uh, Matthew, welcome back to the nerd table. I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, Chinchilla says, uh, sneaking in while at work. Thank you for that super chat. Thank uh, you so I am much. liking this book more on the reread and enjoying your breakdown. I like this book a lot. Hell yeah, I don't like you. it as much as the first one, and we'll talk about why at the end of this. Sure. But um, it's not really that complicated. I think the first book is just a little bit more focused, and this one spiders out a lot and sometimes I think is a little bit unfocused mm -hmm. but I think that it is all the way that it comes together at the end I think it's ultimately a very good book absolutely um, yeah thank you guys for those super chats Philip says I'm surprised you didn't also do 55 we did it's up we didn't do it at the same time we had to wait but uh, we it is up if you want to watch it yeah because um, we did those three and then we did 58 no 50 yeah we did 50 58 yeah 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 yeah. So then Seized is like, fuck, we're all going to die. Uh, this sucks. And then he looks up at the sky, and the sky starts to twinkle. And I was like, what makes the sky twinkle? Metal. And Vin comes down like the avenging angel that she is and sprays metal into the crowd of Kolos. She then uses this mighty Duralamin push on the gate and splinters the gate as a weapon against the Kolos outside. Wild. And the fucking Ska that showed up and were like, no, Vin is going to come. She's going to come to this gate because you're here was fucking right. Yeah. Now, First holy witness. I have questions about this. What? Which is that if Seizet isn't at the north gate and Vin is coming from the north, why did she jump over the city to come to this gate to save Seizet? But it doesn't really Terrace matter. I thought was to the north. Yeah. But she's not at north gate. Which gate is this? Seizet is at pewter gate. Or zinc gate. No, pewter gate. Which is like not at north gate. So I don't know why she didn't come to the north gate, which is the open gate where she like went shit's and going down. For she was like, oh, that gate, it's already fucked. I think it might just be that I don't understand the geography of the situation. Fair. But I thought that Sazed wasn't at the northmost gate, which is why, because that's where the attack was happening. So I thought that that's where Vin would show up, but she shows up here. Maybe someone can help me understand this, because I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just saying that, like... I think that gate was lost, I like, a while ago. Didn't so understand think, what was going on. So I feel like Vin probably popped in the city and was like, oh, there's nobody here except Kolos. And so she, like, went to the next gate? But I don't actually know. Um, Arzu sure says enough. it's book two in a trilogy syndrome. I don't know that I agree with that, because oftentimes book two is my favorite book in a trilogy. Really? Yeah. I mean, look, it's the Empire Strikes Back effect, right? Like, the Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie. And that's a book two. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been where the residual fighting was heaviest. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Is there a map of Luthadel the city? Oh, there is. So, Northgate is... So, Seized was here. Yeah, so he was the next gate over. Which one's Northgate, though? I guess Tingate? Where's Zincgate? So, this is... Huh. I don't know what Northgate is, actually, looking at this map. Because both of these could be Northgate. Yeah, but that this doesn't one make a lot of sense. Straight? No, I don't know. Although, it makes sense if she came down this way, because Zincgate is where... Breeze and clubs are. I think so. So this must be where they attacked. So actually, no, it does make sense if this is where Seizet is. It's close. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she comes and saves, and it's great. It fucking rocks. Um, okay, Temple of Doom, Philip, you are correct. Temple of Doom is... Look, when I was younger, that was my favorite Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> yeah, but you have weird taste. Sure. You liked Cad Swain for most of those books. Oh my like, god. Don't fight me on this. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Vin comes in to save the day. And... 
Anyway, so yeah, yeah Vin Vin is fucking god. Um, despite the fact fucking that she's god? exhausted. I don't know. I don't know if God God's not out yet. Uh, and then Breeze, like, ha- like literally, like, crawls into a hole and is just broken as a man. It's yeah. so sad. But it, the, the weird thing with Breeze is that the soldiers are, like, he was still, like, soothing. Like, he was still, like, doing stuff even when he was not aware. Chad is right. Chronologically, Raiders is the second one, so. Wait, what? Chronologically. Temple of Doom is technically a prequel, so, like. <laughs> oh, Suck on that. Sure. Um, sure. So Vin is just like pewter burning like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she passes out. Almost. It's well, bad. she's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to, I, I'm not going to be able to do this alone. Like, yeah. I, there's just, just too many of them. So she is like, I'm going to use Duralumin. And she's going to push on them telepathically because Tensoon, while masquerading as Arsur told her that the Kolos were her cousins. Yeah, we're like cousins. And so she's like, bring, and she Duralumins out her telepathy, and all the Kolos just go, hmm? Yeah. And she's like, oh shit, I can control these motherfuckers. I need to go pick them all up. So I'm gonna, everyone tell me where Kolos are. Yeah. So that I can take over their minds. Which I was very confused. Because <clears throat> like... Like what's the radius? No, well yeah, because Duralumin... Is uses all of your metal at one time. So, like, how how many different vials is she gonna have to down? She's literally just going around and licking different like. Well, here's the thing: if you had the tiniest flake, mm-hmm. would it still work? Yeah. How much of the metal do you need to have to duralumin it to make it work to that extent? Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it works. But it works. It doesn't matter. It works. She's able to collect all of the Kolos, like a little beanie baby collector. Uh, in the backdrop of this, Seized and Penrod have a shouting match outside of his castle, while Penrod is like, there's nothing we can do. And then... I fully thought that Penrod killed himself in this moment. Because he, like, steps off the thing. I literally oh. thought he, like, jumped off the fucking wall. Okay. And I was like, wow, that's You dark. thought that he pulled the, like, Steward of Gondor? I mean, yeah, or like a... Rent screaming in flames off of Minas Tirith. Or like Tommen, uh, fucking Bar- or Baratheon, Lannister. Just literally walks out the tower. Mm, he's Tommen Baratheon. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers! We might do Game of Thrones next. Uh, we can't do that. We know it too well. I know I it do. too well. I've read those books. Yeah, you've read the books, and I have... Loved so yeah, they have a fighting match, and then Vin shows up and is like, don't be fucking dumb. And Penrod's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, I'll send out soldiers. I'm sorry, I was dumb. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Vin basically just kind of saves the day, uh, and everything's fine, because nobody... Oh, wait, people died, uh, as we find out, because Seized goes and finds Tindall's body frozen in ice, and it is the saddest scene in these books. I know. It is the saddest scene I know. He's like, in these, my I... whole life has been a sham. And I was Holy like... Holy fuck. Yeah. And then, this is where we stopped Emotional our audiobook reactions because I had to go stream. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad that we did because I needed a reset before getting into chapter 55. Uh, fair. Totally Say fair. that finding Tindall's body was one of the most emotionally devastating scenes I've ever read in any book. 
And it got me good. I was sad for hours. Yeah. And I'm so glad I went and played Baldur's Gate and had a blast on sh- with, like, people. Yeah. Because I... And I'm sorry that I left you alone. You no, know what it's, I mean? No, it's... I was, I was fine, but it, it was rough, yeah. This was, like, perfectly written. Like, the establishment of Tyndall in this book from me being, like, I fuck her, to being, like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for her, to being, like... Oh, I actually think that her and Seizet are really good for each other because Seizet has, like, the ability to see other people's points of view and Tyndall doesn't and do they, like, balance each other well. Um, but she's, like, firm and, like, in a way that he's not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they they, they, they complement each other really well and I thought they were really cute and she finally had some joy at the end of her life with this, you know, after so much violence from men, she gets this soft man who's, like, very kind to her. And then, so it just is, like, the journey we go on with Tyndall in this book to get to the point where they find, I, I just was like, "Fuck!" It was tough, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> it's rough. So that's fun. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like being in Seiza's head as he's going through trying to process this and mm-hmm. like like how he has spent his life collecting like religions and things and is like just li- just questioning everything that he knows was uh well and then and, well and the, the aftermath of it of says it being like we spent one week researching together and now what is the point of life without her i'm like wow dude cuz here's the thing says it feels a little bit melodramatic about it afterwards. They didn't spend that much time together. And he's like, life has no meaning without this woman. And I was like, wow, you, you guys, you, that, that's that book you guys wrote together. You really, that meant that, that was a big week for you. I always thought it was implied that they had feeling towards one another for like a while. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, that this was like a long time thing. If you You mean like pre Luthadel? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the way that they talked about one another seemed like... Because otherwise, why would Tindwell come? Yeah. I don't no, think no, she the, for Ellen. I don't think she would have had anyone else asked her, but because Seiza did, hmm. she showed up. Interesting. Yeah, I think that this is like a long-standing thing. I thought there was more like us, where like they knew each other, but it wasn't romantic. Maybe. Like, there was admiration, but not, like, romance. Well, and I don't think there ever was, like, romance, but, like, they clearly, like... There was other romance in this book. Sure, sure, sure. But, I mean, like, before... They they have a... They have more emotional feelings... Or they, they have a they have a more romantic relationship than Ellen and Vin do. Yeah. Ernest Hill, thank you for that super chat. Welcome to the Cosmere, where you will laugh, cry, and cheer. I did all Absolutely. of that in this chapter. Absolutely. Uh, Johnny Coleman, thank you for that super chat. Johnny, thank you. Uh, he is the soft one in the relationship. Absolutely. <laughs> in many ways, yes. It's like us. I am a thousand percent the soft one in our relationship. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I thought the banana was... I thought I was confused. No. I am a thousand percent the soft one in our relationship. No. I cry so much. Yeah. I'm an emotional baby. And you're like stone chiseled <laughs> from the Garden of Eden, the no. wall around the Garden of Eden. No. 
I thought it. I thought he was making a dick joke. How can he be soft? He doesn't have one. Fair. You know what? Sure. Sure. You can't have an unerect, non-existent penis. You can't have both. Is it like a phantom? He's not soft. He's literally dickless. That's not softness. It's non-existence. I have a penis. I don't struggle to get hard, thank God. You know what? That's fair. Should we talk more about my dick? It's average. It is... You're going to be able to see it really soon on Amazon. So average. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, everyone is going to see my penis soon. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I don't know how I feel about it. You worked really hard on that film scene. I, You know what? I'm really proud, proud of the of scene. You. I just am like, I'm so soft in it. And like, people are going to be like, oh, wow, he better be a grower. And I'm going to be like, look at my wife. You think, you think that, you think. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. I just know, like, the YouTube comments for the rest of my time on the internet. Every like, time, I saw your dick. Every time we mm-hmm. post a video, there's going to be a comment about my penis under that video. Because there's going to be somebody who's still salty about Attack on Titan who wants to use it to attack me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Like, people are going to make gifts out of my dick. And that's so strange. Matthew, there was no fluffer on set because this wasn't a porn set. No, so, oh, so here's the thing. So, um... Basically, in Hollywood, the, the, the MPAA, basically the, like, film body that controls, like, media and, like, the ratings of media, the rules are that if you, you can show a penis, but it has to be soft. Oh, And yeah. if it's hard, it, the, your rating becomes NC-17. Yeah, yeah. And legally, if you are in an NC-17 film, you are not allowed to promote publicly your media, right? Right. So, like, no billboards, no ads. You cannot put a commercial on something else. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, put a commercial on a YouTube video for an NC-17 film yeah. or a TV show. So, basically, like, the reason why you never see erect penises in any media except for porn is because otherwise you literally cannot show that media anywhere. Yeah. And so that's why everyone's always soft. And it's a joke in the industry that when you are doing a scene where you have to show your penis, guys will, like, try and, like, be, like, semi-chubbed so that it's a little bit girthier. It's not, like, fully soft. Anyway. Uh, it's Guys, it's a whole, it's a whole it's a whole, it's And it's it's something that, like, once once you're in the industry, you just know, you know this. It's, like, a thing that men joke about behind closed doors of, like, trying to be on set, like, touching yourself a little bit so that it's a little bit longer than it norm than like full oh softness but like not making anyone on set feel weird about the fact that you're like trying not to <laughs> there's a there's a great joke about uh there uh when jason siegel was doing the full nude scene for forgetting sarah marshall yeah where he was yeah. like he was like it was the hardest scene in the film to shoot mm-hmm. because i was so nervous about my dick being looking too small on camera and I'm like, dude, I get it. I have literally now been there. But yeah, here's the thing. If if I were a dude, I would want it to go away when I don't need it. Oh, I'm I love having a grower. Don't you get know, me wrong. Like, that's just a lot. I'm not mad about it, but on camera I was like, oh, fuck. And I wish I was a shower for that scene. The set was cold. The set was ice cold. You were also like fully naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is fine. It's a little <clears> chilly. <throat> in I there. spend I'm naked the whole scene. Like yeah. I enter the room naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You anyway. don't get clothes. Uh, anyway, we're anyways, this, I'm gonna I'm gonna get video of oh yeah right Tyndall's dead. It's the saddest scene in the books. What is wrong with us? How did we go from that to my penis? Well, because Caesar doesn't have one. 
Oh my god, what is this show? Why does anybody watch us do this every week? This is insane. All right. Uh, Straff uh, wakes up uh, the next morning. I guess he let the Colossus attack all night and was like, that's fine. Yeah, he wanted them to have fun, remember? Whatever. He goes to attack and the Colossus also go to attack because what Vin is in control of them now. Let's go. Hell yeah. Uh, And so uh, the fight starts with Straff being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be at the front of the army. What's that in the sky? Oh, it's Vin. It's a bird. It's a plane. Immediately dead. (laughs) It's a Mistborn. I loved this so much. Uh, And this is where Vin learns battle strategy, where she just starts booping around the army, murdering people. But not everybody. Generals. Yeah. Things start to fall apart. Alrianne convinces her dad to come to the fight by being like, if you don't come, I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah, Um, you better join. Otherwise, your daughter's dead. Yeah. Isn't that going to make you feel like shit? Yeah. And then they they win. Thank God. Yeah, they win. Yeah, Yeah, they win. Straff is dead. Fucking finally. Zane is dead. All the people I don't like are dead. And uh, Penrod, Set, and Janarl are like, yeah, Elend is going to be Emperor Elend. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, Elend gets back in there. Evan's like, yeah, they made you Emperor. Sorry about that. Hope it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much the end of this section. Yeah. Elend is Emperor. Yeah. And Vin is like, Elend is Emperor now. Or I will murder you. And also, I'm going to go sleep for a week. <laughs> yeah, Vin goes into a full coma because of the pewter drag. When yeah. I Look, when they were talking about how Vin was always burning pewter, I was like, this is going to be a problem. She's been on an extended pewter drag for, like, months. Yeah. She She's is not been not sleeping. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She is not well. Um, mm-hmm. Look, I wish I could burn pewter to stay up. That sounds awesome. I would be so productive. But doing it for months at a time... It's going to have some consequences. Yeah. And then we get into part six, words in steel. And I'm not going to lie. Shit gets weird real fast. Yep. Vin is asleep for like a week. Yep. Ellen uh, runs into the Miss Spirit and the Miss Spirit is pointing north. And Ellen is like, I don't know why, but that's chill. Uh, And then they run into a bunch of terrorist people. And the terrorist people are like, oh, yeah, no, we, I'm glad you guys didn't go to terrorists. That would have been bad because we're not there anymore. Yeah, the Steel Inquisitors fucking murdered everybody. They murdered the entire Senate. So this is literally, literally Star Wars. The Senate have all been killed and the Emperor has risen. This is Revenge of the Sith. Because what happens at the end of Revenge of the Sith? Anakin goes to Safar, murders all of the Senate people. And then the emperor on another in a different place becomes emperor. Yeah. Guys, we're doing Star Wars. We're doing a Star War. Um, is pewter this world's meth? Yeah, probably. Probably that sounds about right. Without like the negative symptoms of meth. Yeah. But would definitely be addiction though. Yeah. Yeah. So the ferrochemists are fucked. The keepers are fucked. The um... synod, not senate. Is it? I didn't read this book. I'm not gonna lie. I never actually opened this book. Is it the synod? Yeah. I listened to the audiobook, and so I just assumed that it was Senate. You are dyslexic even when you hear. Is it? I thought you were making a joke about the Senate, but uh, yeah. No, I listened to the audiobook, the whole book, no. and so I never read the word. It's the Synod? That's Wait. insane. Your ears are also dyslexic. That's impressive. Honestly, very impressive. What chapter is this? 56. Um, I want to see this word written down. I, it's written in chat right now. 
I don't believe chat, especially after reading this book. Pe things can things can be written down wrong, okay, chat? That's true. God can change things because it's not in metal. So you're oh. probably wrong. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know what? He'll find it. Um, you talk about it. Anyways, Sezed Penrod, Sezed's listening while Lisette and Penrod and uh, Janarle uh, fight. You know, they're they're trying to work on how to get shit done, and Set is like, we need to branch out and overtake the synod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah, I I I I thought you were making a joke. Um, a synod is an assembly of clergymen and sometimes the lady in a diocese or other division of a particular church. This whole time I was like, wow, the Senate. The the Terrace Senate got no. wiped out so that Ireland could become emperor and we're doing Star Wars. Wow, that's wild. No, I just, I thought you were <laughs> making a joke. No, I'm just dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the, the Steel Inquisitors apparently went north mm -hmm. and wiped out Terrace. Why? I don't know. I mean, it's going to have something to do with God. I know. I know. Like, God definitely helped make Given the that they're dead, I think you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and well, that's very funny. Um, Sezed's looking at his journal with Sezed Tindwell. Is, okay, so Tindwell's dead. Sezed yeah. is very emotional about it. Yes. For good reason. She's dead. Uh... I think that how Sezed is going to find meaning in the next book is that he basically becomes the leader of the terrorist people. Which is what Tindwell thought about yeah. him, you know? I, I think that Tindwell that's... always would have loved that. Yeah. 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 He's like, something's not right mm -hmm. in the writing. What we did. There's something off. Oh, Holy First Witness? That's weird. Why would the people be calling me that if they've never read this? That is very strange. Things fit too well. Mm -hmm. Something is... And sus. also, why don't I remember Holy First Witness... From my readings before. But yeah. now it's definitely there and it's in my metal mind. Yeah, super weird, right? Super sus. Uh, Vin wakes up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you shouldn't have let me sleep that long. We got shit to do. Uh, <laughs> to Critic Shaw we go. Pretty much, yeah. She's like, I, I, I pulled on the mist to defeat the Lord Ruler. So there's there's going to be... It's going to be something else that's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be big. Ellen gets to town, and they sneak into the city, but then everyone finds out that it's Ellen, and so the people are literally, like, following Ellen through the streets. Uh, and they run into him, and Ellen is like, oh, yeah, Vin's, he's, she's been asleep for a long time. You might want to go see her. She's here. And so they find uh, each other, and Vin is like, we're going credit shop right now. Yeah, and so here's my theory that the Lord Ruler actually moved the well. He was like, nah, I won't, we'll let people think it's over there, but I'm going to keep it with me. Yeah, they keep... here. Here's here's the thing about directions, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is north of something. And so being like, oh, yeah, the Well of Ascension is in the north a thousand years ago. But north of what, says it? The thing that we never questioned is north of what? Well, it was in the mountains, and then it moved. Because they literally had... I like, don't think it moved. But Elendi needed, like, mountaineers to oh, climb there. No, I don't think the... I think the mountains were there. Oh, you think the mountains moved? I think the mountains moved. Okay, sure. Sure, yeah. Uh, James, we did not skip Vin killing Strath. That happened. She... Yep. Right on his head. It was glorious. Yep. I don't... She gave him a good old smack. Here's the thing. 
right? Mm-hmm. The I think that the geography of the world changed. But that the well is in the same place. But the well did not move. Okay. Right? Because she talks about when she gets all, like, sexy, like Charlize Theron in the milk and um, Snow White and the Huntsman, a scene that will live in my brain forever. Should we God. recreate that? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but it's me coming out of the milk. Absolutely. Just with my, like fucking man that'll be your OnlyFans announcement video it's just me recreating the fucking story to the husband suit that's funny (laughs) Uh, Vin no one mentioned that Vin literally cut his horse in half gratuitous well she she couldn't she she couldn't control her momentum at the time okay she was falling from the sky but also she we saw her throw like seven horses so it didn't she does she does draw and push that army and just like yeah She's literally, like you said, like fucking Sauron in the intro to Lord of the Rings with the mace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just flinging people everywhere. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, no, I think that then, or no, I, th- I think that when the Lord Ruler got the power, yeah. when he made the, here's some. Move the mountains. I have some questions for Rashek about okay. like, you had the power to make anything and you were like, I want everything to be ashy. Like, oh. you chose this? Maybe the ash. No, 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 no. He got the power to do whatever he wanted to make the world into whatever vision he wanted for the world. Yeah. And Rashik was like, "I want the sun to be red." No, but maybe it has something to do with holding God. Like, like the like it had like they are related somehow. Maybe, but the power when she, when Vin grabs it. She's like, oh, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And so I'm of the mind that this is what Rashek chose. Like, Rashek was like, in my world, I don't like yellow sky. In my I world, want... we uh, don't like to breathe. Uh... <laughs> I know it's read and find out. I know there's more to it, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, no, no. I definitely think that he moved geography. For sure. So that people would think that the Terrace Mountains in the north were something that they weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that, that, also, that, that does make sense. the Wheel of Ascension was never in the Terrace Mountains. That was a lie. That Quan set up so that Rashek could lead Elendi away from the well. What? No, the well was there because that's how uh, Rashek got the power. He needed to get the power. The Wheel of Ascension. The Red Sun would come in handy when Superman shows up in Mistborn Era 2. That is a very funny joke. Well done. You have to know some pretty deep cut DC Comics humor to understand that joke, Christian Rapper. And I appreciate you. Wait, is this just Krypton? Or Krypton? Uh, Vin is uh, a Supergirl, yeah. Superboy in the invisible girl. Uh, All right. That could literally be Ellen and Vin now that he's a misborn. Because she's a sneaky snake and he's Superboy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Son of steel and daughter of air. Hey, great song. Stop it. What? It's because I enjoyed that song. (laughs) You've never seen Next to Normal. Banger show. Uh, James Ross says Superman gets his power from the sun. Is that common knowledge? I think it's a pretty deep cut. I think that's a deep cut to know that the the reason why Kryptonians don't have superpowers on Krypton is that Krypton is under a red sun. 
And so Kryptonians are actually not powerful on their own planet. Their power comes from their ability to absorb the radiation of the yellow sun I mean, that is around Earth. It's in the movie, but it's not like in depth. Is that in the movies? I don't remember them ever mentioning Very that. vaguely. Hmm. I, yeah, I think. It must be. Or maybe I only know that because you've talked about it, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know what knowledge has No, it's in you. Man of Steel. Yeah. But I don't think it's in the original. Is it in the original Superman movie? That I don't know. I can't remember. You haven't even seen that one. No. Yeah. I have only seen Man of Steel. You're so fine. Sorry, Mods, I didn't mean to spoil the Superman surprise. <laughs> Um, uh, Emwell says, I will argue Vin top five superhero versus Marvel or DC. She's just such a good character. Do you mean top five, like, character, or do you mean top five in a fight? Because I do not think that she's top five in either of those universes. But in terms of characterization, I, maybe. Really? Yeah, Spider-Man solos Vin. Easily. Why? Superman. Characters that Vin cannot do a fucking thing to. Superman. Uh, Doomsday. Uh... <laughs> uh, I don't know who Doomsday is. Lex Luthor in his suit. Um, in a fight, it's no question. Yeah, Doomsday. You've, Doomsday is the person who kills Superman. Uh, Supergirl. Uh, there, there's a number of people that. There's so many. There's so many that I can't even think of them all. I, like Vin could not fight a Green Lantern. Any of them? Sure, I've never seen nah. Green Lantern. Uh, I do think Vin Solo's Batman though. Fair, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Spider-Man it. would be a closer fight. I don't think you understand how Spider-Man, how strong Spider-Man is. I don't know. I think that like Vin and Spider-Man have similar powers. No, Professor X would get fucked by Vin because he wouldn't be able to use his mental powers on her because she would smoke and it would just. Oh yeah. yeah. Does does smoking stop uh, Professor X's? Mm, mm, okay, interesting, interesting. Vin versus Magneto is interesting because Vin can push metal away from her. Yeah. So Magneto, all Magneto can do is throw metal at Vin, but because Vin is adept at fighting without metal and she can move fast, she would win that fight. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. yeah because she would basically, all she would have to do is run at Magneto, push away the metal that he throws at her, and then stab with an obsidian dagger. Yeah. But like, someone like... Vin can literally see the future sometimes. That's so true. I think that seeing the future would not help when Superman flies at her faster than a speeding bullet. Like, I don't know that... Or even, like, Storm. You know what I mean? Like, Vin is, like, trying to, like... Ooh, Storm is an interesting fight for Vin. Right? I, that would be the one that I would want to see. Because how would you fight the weather? Yeah. And yeah. the she can, like, send electricity at you, and you could throw metal at her, but the electricity would just conduct through that and still come at you. Right. That would be a that would be a really cool fight, actually. Um, Scafandi says Magneto can control the iron in blood. Yeah, but he has to inject a significantly higher amount of iron into the system, based on is that ex? What 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 movie is that? Well, she's got it in her stomach. Does that count? Ooh. Superman has the same weaknesses as the Coloss and the Chandra. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but does but does would smoking in, influence that power somehow? I don't know. It's I very don't know. that's a, that that is very fun to think about. Can though. storm control the mist? It is weather. Ooh. It's X Men Two and he escapes the prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So in order to put enough metal into someone to affect them enough, yeah. Magneto does, uh, Mystique does have to in- inject metal into that guy so that he has enough metal in him for Magneto to affect it. Huh. Who would win in a fight, Vin or Monkey D. Luffy? It depends. Wonderful. Welcome back to the Nerd Table. Thank you for that. Like, I don't, I think that it would be Vin right now, but I know that Luffy gets more powerful. So I don't know about later forms or whatever of his devil fruit, but for like early Luffy, I think that Vin definitely wins. Gotcha. Also, Vin is ruthless and Luffy's not. So anyway, let's talk about the book. That was a fun side tangent though. Uh, God, I love fucking, I love that this is what my job is, is to have these insane conversations. Yeah, but, like, would Vin's metal powers beat Magneto's metal powers? Uh, I don't know. No, I love it. I think that's fucking rad. Um, uh, yeah, so Vin and uh, Ellen... Oh, if you're a peasant that bases their superhero's knowledge on the movies and not the comics. Wow. Look, you can't base it wow. off of the comics because the comics... Change. The problem, the problem with, like, certain characters, like Magneto, is that they've been around too long. Yeah. And so, like, if you go based on what they're capable of in the comics, depending on the run, they're capable of everything... So, I don't know. Fair. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Vin, Ellen, Hammond, and Lestabornis are going to Coretic Shaw. They do. They um, go in. And yep, Vin is like, the well, it's here. I know it. She finds the door, and she uses Duralman to open the door, because only Duralman can open the door. Yeah, there's, like, anchors. Like, there's, yeah. like, a way to do it, and she's like, ah, oh, figured it out. That wouldn't make sense if you didn't understand how Duralman works. Yeah. Which means that... The Lord Ruler knew what Duralman was and Absolutely. managed to hide that information, which seems crazy to me. That's the one he kept for himself because he knew that Duralman would controlled the Colossus mm-hmm. and the and the the, the Col- and the Kandra. The Kandra, yeah. And also, like, it totally makes sense that like Duralman was like his best kept secret because yeah, but it, like, how do you produce it constantly without somebody being like, "Hey, I make this for the Lord Ruler"? Well, he maybe he made it himself. Oh, maybe. Like, yeah, you could just yeah, yeah. get metals like. Or, like, a Steel Inquisitor makes it. Well, because it's just an alloy, right? So, yeah. like... Interesting, It's not yeah. like he's, like, collecting an entirely different metal mm-hmm. in, like, vast quantities. Where do you um, think the Atium is? Oh. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I have no idea. Um. Maybe the Steel Inquisitors have it. Maybe they, like, took it all. Oh, wait, actually. What? Well, D- Draumann is a is the aluminum one, right? Yeah. And nobody even knew about aluminum. I mean, I guess aluminum's probably used for a lot of other things. I don't know. I feel like... And he, the Lord Ruler doesn't need to use it all the time. I guess I'm like, why... Aluminum being such a present metal, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Alamancers didn't burn it just to see if it did something. I mean, they've kind of been told that, like, these are the ones that you get. Yeah, I just don't buy the No humans. one wanted to, like, kill themselves, right? No one wanted to, like... People kill themselves to do weird science stuff literally all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I bet if that was happening, the Lord Ruler would have them assassinated. Although I guess it only works for Mistborn. And, like, how many Mistborn are there, right? Yeah. It's one of those metals where, like, it doesn't... It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for anybody else because only Mistborn can burn it. Yeah. 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 Aluminum is common but very hard to refine. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I think aluminum, I don't think like, actually, I don't know. If you were to give aluminum to a pewter arm, would it burn out their pewter? Or would or does that only do things to Mistborn? That seems like a Mistborn thing. Yeah. I guess we've, we don't know, right? We've never seen anyone else do it. Yeah. Aluminum is present in our world. It wasn't isolated until 1800 something. Really? Wow. Okay. Did not know that. It was more valuable than gold? Huh. That's wild, because I think of aluminum as being one of the most, like, I love that Arzu just retracted their own message. Um, I, I, I think of aluminum, because of aluminum cans, I think of aluminum as being one of the most present metals in my life. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Like, every time I drink a, a beer foil. or a, yeah, like, that's tin. Oh, I thought tinfoil had aluminum in it. Does it? I thought it was called tinfoil because we made it out of tin. I thought it had both, I could be wrong. but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert, guys. <laughs> I know. Um, huh. Interesting. Aluminum requires a lot of power to process. Okay. okay. That's so interesting. That's why they just started the cannery. The cannery is like a new thing within the last couple of years in this world. Huh. Tinfoil used to be tin, but it is now aluminum. Good to know. Didn't know that. Um, yeah, I just thought... Okay, weird, weird. I thought aluminum I thought aluminum was just one of those things that's just fucking everywhere. And apparently, nope, I just didn't know. Wild. Cool. I love that. Why is our chat so much smarter than us? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, you guys should do a book club or something. No, don't. <laughs> Stay here. Every fi- Be here. I will be lonely without you. <laughs> I will be left alone leave. with this woman. Ugh. That sounds like a nightmare. So then Seiza chases them in. Uh, he finds a ska body who's been killed in the mist, and he's like, oh, shit's bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, because the right, mist. we skipped over. No, 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 we skipped over. Oh. He finds the piece of paper. Yeah. He finds the rip, but the rip has different words on it now, and it says Alendi must not be allowed to enter the Well of Ascension. Wait, that's not. Oh no, he, it, it hasn't changed yet. It changes no, after she hasn't grabs changed it. yet. Yeah, but he finds the rip, and he's like, "Oh wait, maybe Alendi must not reach the Well of Ascension." It's no, it's not on the rip. He doesn't see it until he goes to the metal thingy again. No, no, but he finds the rip piece of paper. With his handwriting that says, Alendi must not reach the Wall of Ascension, for he must not be allowed to take the power for himself. Because He for, finds that. Yes, yes. And so he's like, oh, I need to go. So he runs out. Mm-hmm. He finds uh, that the Miss Spirit is, like, pointing him to Credit Shaw. So he's running to Credit Shaw, trying to get there. And he gets there. And he comes inside. And he's like, oh, my God, there's the door. And then Marsh, Marsh. fucking steps out and is like, oh, you shouldn't have come say that. I gotta kill you. Darn. What the fuck is going on with Marsh? Well, they, they have to be controlled in some way, right? Because if the Kolas and the Chandra were created to be controlled, like there was a like failsafe in them to control yes. them, the, it stands to reason that the Steel Inquisitors have the same thing. And Marsh is clearly not in control of his actions. Um, like the spikes must have something to do with like taking like with with being able to control them. Like whatever. What if the well, spikes? The the what Kolos, if the spikes have information? No, no, the Coloss have spikes in them, remember? What? Yeah, the Coloss have spikes in them that they collect um, after they're, like, dead. Uh, they, they they say they co- have collected these strange spikes inside the Coloss okay. bodies. So the spikes have to have something to do with d- the Duralumin control, right? Mm-hmm. That these, these creatures were made with these, like, devices in them as a failsafe. And the Steel Inquisitors are the same. It's just that we can see those spikes, and the spikes do... Multiple different things. But what if, like Farrakimi, 
those spikes have information in them that the seal inquisitors all know that they don't want to share. Uh, like, yeah, what if yeah. you can, like, tap into, ferrochemically tap into the spike in you and find out that the, what's in the Well of Ascension, it can't be released. And so the yeah, Steel Inquisitors think, went north. I think that because, the, they have the information that the Lord Ruler gave them and nothing else. But what if the Steel Inquisitors went north and killed the Synod because they think that the Well of Ascension isn't north? Yeah. And so they went to go protect it. And Marsh is the only one that knows the Wheel of Ascension isn't up there. And so he didn't go with the other Steel Inquisitors. He's here to protect the actual Well of Ascension. Because Marsh was the only one who read the metal. No, no. The Steel Inquisitors all know because that thing was hanging on their wall in their house. The metal sheet with the actual... But Marsh is the only one that put together that North is different. And so Marsh was like obligated to go here instead because he knew the truth. But he didn't tell anyone else. Yeah. So that the other Steel Inquisitors didn't show up. And then it was just him. And he's like, well, I'm going to still try and like fight people while I'm here. But at least I'm not going to bring all the Steel Inquisitors with me. Interesting. Uh, it, it is interesting that he that he would be able to choose not to share that information if he does have it. Because hmm. you're right. Otherwise, why aren't all of the Steel Inquisitors there with Marsh? Yes. Why is there only one? Because yes. one is, ne- is not... It's never enough... Um, never, never. Okay, interesting. Anyway, Sazed and Marsh fight. And it is maybe my favorite fight in the book. I think this fight rocked. I loved the like concept of Sazed using weight to play with Marsh using steel and iron pulling and pushing because that is based on weight. And so Sazed using his manipulation of his weight to throw Marsh around when Marsh uses his powers. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is fucking so creative and so incredible. And I just, it's so cool. The fights in this series are always banger. Yeah. Every time. This is the only part of the book that after we did the audiobook reaction, I went back and listened to again because I thought the fighting of this was just so creative and like brilliant. Yeah. I thought, and I love that Sazed and Marsh are both like, we are not warriors. We are totally normal intellectual people and then they fight like fucking they're like they're the most trained they're like fucking doing karate it 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 did feel like um this fight i think i made this joke in the reaction where says it starts to turn around and it felt like when in the matrix neo's like i know kung fu and then they just like are like yeah 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 it's pretty cool yeah says it's like you're not a warrior marsh and Marsh is like, fucking bet. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, there's something about the way these two are you, and just Brandon Sanderson, right? The way that he writes, for, for the crap that I give him about the way he writes sex stuff, um, which I think he acknowledges he's gotten better at in his career. Sure, yeah. The, the way that he writes cr- characters using their creativity to use the powers available to them to do things that you would never expect is unparalleled. Absolutely. I don't know that there is a writer I've ever read who is as capable at turning his own or her own power set on its head the way that Brandon Sanderson does. Yeah. I think that it is a majestic feat that he pulls off every time he has his characters do something that you wouldn't have thought of, but that just, like, fits the world perfectly. Yeah. And this fight is one of those examples. I think that it really is like when when Seiza starts changing his weight, it is it is like, oh, of course. It, Brandon Sanderson makes me go, oh, of course, so much. 
And we'll get to a way that he does that in chapter 59 too. That I think that people think that I don't, I won't like based on how I treated some stuff in Wheel of Time, but that I actually do and I have a really good reason for. Um, but this was just a masterpiece of a fight scene. Yeah. Written down. And I, I think that it deserves all the credit in the world for how cool it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Caesar's like rings being embedded in him and like having like the, the health become useful. Yeah. And like what that means for the fight. Now the rings are small. The, 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 oh, the, 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 the healing around the rings and they're still in his body. Yeah. He's like, I am the Lord ruler now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. He was like, oh, well, yeah. I always thought that was kind of morbid, but you know what? This is very useful. <laughs> Uh, and so we'll just talk about the Seize fight. Seize beats Marsh barely. Uh, well, no, because uh, Hammond is the one who saves him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seize is going to die. He runs out then. right at the last second. Hammond yeah. knocks him out mm-hmm. uh, just after he runs out. You are correct. Uh, and then rather than, I don't know, tying him up or uh, doing anything to stop the Inquisitors that heal super fast. Yeah, they just leave him. They just leave him there because they're dumb. Um, it's Marsh. I know. Yeah. Well, and they're running, and and they're like they got to get to the Wall of Ascension. Right? Yeah, they're trying to get to Vin, but it doesn't matter. They're too late. Um, they go downstairs. There's like these weird pieces. So of Vin and Ellen go downstairs, and uh, there's this giant underground cavern with yeah. filled with mist. It's crazy. It's really strange. Uh, they are trying to find uh, this. They're 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 following a source of light through this mist. Uh, and Vin, uh, they find this small room that, unlike the, like, natural cavern, it looks man-made. It looks it's like, like it's, too cl- even? Yeah. Yeah. The pillars are too... Yeah. Normal. Yeah. They find pottery with metal. They find pottery That's with these bits of metal that are not atium. Uh, but, and then most of the pots are shattered. Yeah. And they find a pool of glowing white light. Mm-hmm. And then the mist spirit appears and shears the center of Ellen's stomach open. Yeah. And uh, Vin has a choice. She gets into the metal and she drops all of the metal off of her body because as she touches this liquid, hot, white metal, uh, her earring starts to burn. And she basically sees that she has the chance to reshape the world as she wants or to let go of the power. And the prophecy has said that you've got to let go of the power and you can't take it for yourself. That's what the end of the prophecy says over and over and over again everywhere. And so she's like, oh, of course, I'm going to do the right thing because Ellen, my husband, wants me to do the right thing. She wants me to give it up. And then she gives it up and it disappears. And she hears the words as her husband dies in front of her. This is Sparta. I am free! Yep, it's bad. Ellen is dying. Says that in Hammond, go and see... Um, and while, while, before she makes a choice, she does, like, get to see the whole world, which is cool, uh, except for the fact that the miss is just murdering people. Oh, yeah, she can see everything. She understands everything. She's, like, been given extra brain power (laughs) so that she can understand all of the information that she has received. Um, yeah, and so with that knowledge, she's like, oh, shit, Ellen's dying. There's literally nothing I can do because I had God powers, and I know that for a fact. But the mist is like, not today, Satan. And he's like... Yeah. They play charades for a bit, and, um... Uh, well, no, let's stop. At the end of chapter 58, 
we're, we're doing the audiobook reaction. I'm like, wow, this is ballsy. I'm yeah, so proud of Brandon ends. Sanderson for being willing to kill Ellen. Damn, wow. Like, this is, this is great oh, stakes man. building for the world, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they immediately bring Ellen back. <laughs> now, look, I have, I have, mm-hmm. in the past, been rather harsh on a certain book series about fake out deaths. Right? Mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. Not this time. And this is why. I want to be very specific about why this uh-huh. is different. Uh-huh. A, he doesn't die. He's not a fake out death because he's not dead at any point. B, the reason he comes back is because Vin puts a medal in his mouth that is world building for the future of the series. Oh, yes. It, it means something moving forward. It's not just like, oh, oh wow, suddenly. If he just not snapped. Dead. Uh-huh. And, like, this was the moment where he snapped. I would not have liked this very much. I would have been like, oh, of course Ellen gets to become Mistborn at the end of this because he can't die. I would have found that not very satisfying. But Vin finding the metal that the Lord Ruler used to make the first Alamancers and using that to save Ellen, thus explaining how Alamancers exist and how it relates to the Lord Ruler creating them yeah. post the Well of Ascension yeah. is fucking brilliant yeah. and isn't a fake out death in my opinion. It is building out the world and explaining something about the past that I've had a question about. Yes. It is so many different things and it's yes. not just, oh, he just survived. Well, and also we've just had other characters die. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, but they were also fake out death. Like, you know, like if everyone had had a kind of like fake out death, I'd be like, Bruh. but no, characters die. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like Ellen not dying here actually I, th- I think is fascinating. Uh, Linus, thank you for that super chat. Mm-hmm. I was laughing so hard at the end of the 58 reaction. Yeah, because we were like, oh shit, Ellen's dead. Like, holy fuck. And if nobody, if nobody else had died in this book, I wouldn't have liked this. But yeah. because there were significant character deaths in um, clubs, Dachshund, and Tindwell. Yeah. Because, and, and Jastys, and Straff, and Zane. Like, this book is not keeping characters alive to Kelsier, keep characters alive. Like That's not, didn't happen in this book, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that you earn moments like this by not doing it all the time. Yeah. Whereas my problem with Wheel of Time wasn't that one fake out death happened. It was that it kept happening. And I was like, I feel like I'm insane. Why do people survive everything? This this series really earned this moment and has... Oh, and Orsur's dead, Tensoon. Yeah, like... Yeah, but we never actually... We never really knew Orsur, so that was such a weird one. Yeah. Because the person that we actually got to know is Tensoon, so... It's that, yeah, that one's so fascinating. Uh, Ian Flynn, thank you for that super chat. Uh, <gasps> thank you I think so the fake out is redeemed because the point of him dying was for Vin to choose between saving his life and respecting what he would have done. Exactly. I for think sure. the way that all of it is handled is so good. Absolutely. And so this is a this was awesome. Yeah. Chapter fifty nine is great, and the metal that it also adds to the world in that now they can make a few more elementers. Like they can build an army of Mistborn. Who do you choose? Like, the weight of who do you choose to turn into your bonus Mistborn. And this is how is, the... Is, uh, a, is a character choice that's going to be really interesting. Like, do you give it to Lestaborn? Well, actually, so this is actually how um, how reality TV was born and Survivor started. Um, yeah. How so? Oh, they're going to they're gonna have a show where they, they like, watch people. <laughs> so you want to uh, be a Mistborn. So you want to be a Mistborn, but it's Survivor. You know, they, like, chuck you on an island and mm-hmm. uh, hope that you survive. And the best one gets to be a Mistborn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was the last one. They only found one unbroken pot. Oh, I thought there were a couple more pieces of, me- like, metal in the room. Oh. I didn't realize it was the last one. 
Okay. America's Next Top Miss Born. I love that. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so Ellen, uh, she then gives him some pewter uh, from her uh, vials. Uh, I just figured they hadn't, she... like, swept the room. So I was like, oh, there's there's other stuff in there. But so okay. she checked the, the Well of Ascension, and uh, the, the liquid metal is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows she did something wrong. She's like, ah, this is bad. But she saves Ellen, and he burns pewter, and he survives long enough for Seiza to come save his life. Yep. Epilogue. Seiza goes back to the conventicle of Saren uh, to check on the rubbing, and then we get to read the rubbing again, but Mm -hmm. the rubbing is different. It's been rubbed off and rubbed back on. But this time at the end it says... Alendi must not reach the Well of Ascension, for he must not be allowed to release the thing that is imprisoned there. Yeah. Oops! Oh, no! We fucked up! It's Uh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. God, the thing in Zane's head is out, and now we uh, are la-fucked. Yeah. It's bad. The Dark One has been released onto the world. It's uh, it's bad. It's very bad now. Good. Uh, No, that joke is still ten soon. Wow. God damn it. Grybeck, you get applause for that one. Joshua, welcome to the nerd table. Glad to have you here. Um, yeah, getting to read the whole unaltered text, like, yeah, thank you really for that. Cool. That was a beautiful button to put on the end of this fantastic book. But uh, also, like, the fact that this thing is changing the words inside their metal minds. That I don't understand because he says anything not written in metal is, uh, like, it can't be trusted. But the metal minds are made of metal, and that one I don't get. Because he thought that understand. was true, but it wasn't. Huh? He thought that was true, but it wasn't. Well, then why is the conventicle of Saren not changed? Why is it, it not is different here? No, he goes back to it. He goes back to the middle disc, and it's the, the original one. Yeah, and it's changed. What? His rubbing of it doesn't fit anymore. Yeah, his rubbing of it, because his rubbing isn't in metal. But, like, it makes it seem... The guy oh, writing it... Oh, so, so Seizet never is, read it. He only rubbed it. And so the rubbing was changed as he rubbed it? Yes, but... No, but yes, but also in this thing, he literally says that their metal minds are changing. So why would he think that writing it in metal would make it any different than putting it in a metal mind? Because the metal mind isn't writing it in metal. Oh, wow. So Seized never actually read the full thing. He just started yes. rubbing it down. He just rubbed it. He didn't know. And then he read his rubbing. Oh, because yeah. it was too dark. Yeah. That's right, because he couldn't read it because of the darkness. Oh, my God. So if he had just read it first, all of this might not have happened. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that is wild. Yeah, if he had just read it. But Marsh was like, we have to go now. Because Seiza's memory of the rubbing is not the rubbing itself. But I don't understand how the metal mines are any different. I, like, I, Because he says anything not set in metal can't be trusted, but the metal mine is made out of metal, and so I don't understand how that can be altered. I don't know. That is confusing to me. Because the metal mines are metal. Because, uh, uh, not Rashid. Quan has, like, um, Quan has, like, photographic memory. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh no, like people's like metal minds are changing, but that doesn't make sense because it's metal. I don't know. And who told him he had to read before he read the whole thing? Fucking Marsh. Yeah. 
Wait, so did... No, but wait. But Marsh doesn't want the thing released. Or maybe he does want it released? I, I think that Marsh is being controlled in the way that Vin can control the Coloss. Mm, but to be honest. by whatever is... But by the same thing that Zane was hearing. Yeah, I don't mm. know. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I It's very suspicious. Um, so then we cut back to, uh, oh, and Vin, or Sazed says that he will never have faith again, which is so sad. His life is a sham and he'll never have faith again. Sazed really, Sazed takes it on the teeth in this book, uh, in a big bad way. Yeah. Vin and Ellen are, uh, chilling on top of the walls and Vin is like, Ellen, I really <sighs> fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, Kelsier taught us how to survive, so I. We'll figure it out. I guess we'll figure it out. Yep. Cool. Yeah. It's really a cheerful end of the book. Really, really, yeah, fun. We don't fun find out if times. Breeze is okay. We. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Things are very uh, bad. Do you think it's another year jump between this and the next book? A year? Uh, hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of time for God to get more powerful feel like it's definitely if there is a time jump it's gonna be well but the problem is they don't even know where to use his powers true and they don't know where um god went yeah do you think god like uses uh like brings zane back as his flesh puppet yeah because they never talked about his body yeah i think zane's already i think his body's already gone yeah i think zane becomes the like physical yeah yeah flesh puppet sounds so wrong and what it is just get your hand up there and Pretty, that's what the that's what God is, yeah. 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 Crazy. The next book is called The Hero of Ages. Yeah. What do you think it means? That they need to go do the hero stuff and save the day. Yeah, I probably. Mean, yeah, it does feel like Vin is the hero of ages. Obviously, um, I don't know why. It might be Ellen, or it might be both of them. Maybe they are a dyad. Maybe that's why it's like conflicting because yeah. the hero. It's the heroes of ages. Not, yeah. not the hero of ages. That's why the, like, gender things in the prophecies. Also, you can't trust anything in the prophecies, so, like... True, because, yeah, if the metal mines can be corrupted, you literally cannot trust anything. Well, and the and the prophecies aren't set in steel, right? Only Quan's relating of them is. Yeah. And so all of the prophecies could be lies. Yeah. They're fucked. Really positive end of the book. Friend's dead. Ham has one arm. Breeze is, is unconscious. <laughs> Sazed doesn't care about fucking anything anymore. Can't bring himself All to give I a shit. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Sazed's uh, very bad, no good day. Yeah, remember at the end of the first book, we were like, oh, we won, revolution, it was great. Nerdy's prophecies about the book all came true, and he was riding high, feeling like a genius, and now he's just sad. Yeah. Is this what it felt like in 1980 when Empire Strikes Back came out? And people were like, we have to wait three years to find... I mean, we're going to wait like a week and a half before we read the next one, but... Yeah. They were like, Luke and Leia looking out that ship with his new hand, just being like, wow, the Empire really fucked us up in this book. 
It's darkest before Hero the of dawn. Oh, Wildly Coyote, I'm so hungry. Don't do that to me. It's, it's darkest before the dawn, you know? Yeah. 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 Um. All right, well, we will be back in a week with a full book recap, and then we will get to read the next book. Who thought full book recaps were a good idea? Yeah, I know. I'm like, I need to know. Um, but it's fine because we're going to answer your questions. That's right. The questions tab in the Discord will be open. We'll work on that. We will work on that. Yep. Uh, also, if you want to join the raffle, I'm going to drop that in the drop chat. Drop that link. Guys, Guys, here's the thing. You, there's a million reasons why you should show up tomorrow for the Dragonlance campaign. A, we have a new set. Okay. We do have a new set. B, we're celebrating something. You'll find out. And C... Okay, you have a chance to win $100 giveaway gift card to MissyMountainGaming.com. Just click that link, do the things, be there. When we draw the winner, you gotta be there. You gotta be there, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. MissyMountainGaming.com is our sponsor for this show. Hell yeah. If you want, you can buy the accoutrement necessary for your TTRPG experiences using code NerdyNightly15 over on their website. So go do that. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, Lona Boy says, I read this on publication, so I had to wait. I'm so sorry. Oh, wow, rough. That's rough. I'm so sorry. I'm going to try and read some Percy Jackson this week because I can't read until mm. after book club next Friday. So for smart. now. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I got to read that sea of monsters. I also, uh, I think next week, y'all, I'm going to put out my book one review of the Percy Jackson series. So Ooh. get ready for what we're calling a baby book club. Baby book club. Which is going to be me going through the Percy Jacksons one at a time. Uh, I will have my book one review up next week. Cool. Um, That'll be most fun. positive. I, I enjoyed that book quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, so get ready for that. Uh, if you're coming over to our house on Sunday, we'll see you there. Can't wait. It's going to be very fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. Uh, Monday, Baldur's Gate 3 Evil Run. Yeah. Come hang up. Uh, and we're gonna you're going to be able to choose my race in class. So. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. That'll be exciting. Yeah, I figured I would leave that up to chat to tell me what I have to do. Shall we do Hilo? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm still broken up about Tinwill. I know that I've been harsh on her, okay? I get it. I know that I have been, but I also care about her deeply. Uh -huh. And I'm sad that she's dead because I feel like she could have grown um There was a in lot her love of Caesar. I think that they yeah. would have I think that like they would have like rubbed off on each other in a way that would have made them both better people. Giggity. And now Caesar doesn't have Tinwill with him to help Save the terrorist people. So, Arzu asks, "Can we sponsor baby book club episodes where we pick the book?" Yes, we'll work. When I finish that. Percy Jackson, you, I will, I will do that. Oh, you, you will. Yeah. Okay. I will. I'm not invited. Oh, you can if you want. I'm just not, I'm not committing you to more reading that you don't want to do. No, no, I know. I, that's that, that, see. The, the you sponsor, want to focus your time on cosplay. No, and I know. And I'm trying to, I, I, look. No, no, I know. But here's my thing is the, the sponsoring thing is you have FOMO. book club. We're going to have to workshop how that would work because like that is, that is a lot of time. No, it would be a book review. So I would just have to read the book. Yes, but it is ours to read a book. I know, but then I get to read a book. That's sure, sure, sure. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Um, yeah, because otherwise, you're, you're, all you're going to do is read. That sounds so nice. But we have other stuff that has to get done. But I want to read more. Fair. Here's the thing. I understand. I also want to read more. I will only baby book club shorter books. 
You know what I mean? Like a Percy Jackson's fine. I'm not baby book clubbing this. You're going to baby book club the Mists of Avalon. It also has to be stuff that we're never going to do on book club. On big book club. Which is why mm. I want like shorter books. Maybe like one-offs, new authors, stuff like that. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. That oh one my we're going to have to workshop that one. I love the smell of paper. Fair. Oh, and ink. Guys, this was a good book. The Well of Ascension. I recommend it. So, yeah, I would read the first one first. But um, should definitely get to this book. I will say this. This series is off to a stronger start than Wheel of Time for me. Yeah. I would put these two books up against Eye of the World and Great Hunt any day of the week. As being on the same? No. Uh, oh, okay. I was not understanding. Because I think that, like, Wheel of Time gets to this point by Shadow Rising. But it takes longer to get to the high highs of this than yeah. these did. Uh, Johnny Coleman, thank you for that super chat. I'm sponsoring Three Mages and a Margarita. Short book, let me know the price. Three Done. Mages and a Margarita. Done. You know what? For the title alone, uh, send me money and I will... Wait, is the Margarita part of the title or are you also giving no, money for Margarita? I think it's called Three Mages and a Margarita and I will drink Margaritas while I film the review. <laughs> Three mages and... Oh, yeah, there uh, it is. And a margarita. By Annette Marie. Wild. I want to see... I want to see the... The Oh, dark arts and a daiquiri. Okay. Oh, my God, she's so hot. That's fun. This is definitely a girl I would have dated in college. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Done. Oh... Sweet Jesus. Hilarious. She would have ruined my life. <laughs> Broke, almost homeless, and recently fired. Those are my official reasons for answering a wanted ad for a skeevy-looking bartender gig. It went downhill the moment they asked for a trial shift instead of an interview to see if I'd mesh with their special clientele. I think that part went great. Their customers were complete jerks. I was an asshole right back. That's the definition of fitting in, right? I expected to get thrown out on my ass. Instead, they offered me a job? It turns out this place isn't a bar, it's a guild. And the three cocky guys I drenched with margarita during my trial? Yeah, they were mages. Either I'm exactly the kind of takes-no-shit bartender this guild needs, or there's a good reason no one else wants me to work here. No one else wants to work here. No one else wants to work here. So what's a broke girl to do? Take the job, of course, with a pay raise. Note, the three mages are definitely sexy, but this series isn't a reverse harem. It's fun, sassy, fast-paced urban fantasy with a side (laughs) of slur-burn romance. This series is not a reverse harem. Don't worry about it, okay? The three men are all hot, and she probably fucks them, but it's not a harem. Oh, my God. There is a, that's a I found out from Book Talk about a book series, a Peter Pan book series, called um, The Vicious Lost Boys, where Wendy gets kidnapped by Peter. Every darling woman in every generation on their 18th birthday gets kidnapped by Peter, and Wendy, but she's not called Wendy, she's called, like, Winnie or something, uh, fucks all of the Lost Boys. Because they're all 18. And she just, like, goes and fucks all the Lost Boys, and then there's, like, a gangbang. That's a book. Wow. Yeah. Smut Corner came early, and it wasn't for this book. Um... Yeah, and, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, basically just porn. Peter Pan. It's basically, like, we're, we're living in a time where... Um, people, the the Never King, the Dark One, the Vicious Darling, the Fate Princess. There's four Jesus books in the series. Christ. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, um, um, 
Well, anyways, uh, my high of the... (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to do a high-low. How much... Wait, five cents a page. How much is five cents a page if it's a hundred pages? Five hundred cents. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) It's five dollars. No, five cents a page? I'm not reading a book for 15 bucks? Are you kidding me? Uh, Fuck no. Yeah, no. It's at least $100. I mean, we do $100 for like a fucking 30-minute reaction. If you're going to spend hours reading a book, we got to figure that out. Um, Someone's Because I brought this up, someone's going to commission me to read this fucking Peter Pan smut. Please don't do that. Um, all right, hi, low. We're gonna do the thing where we talk about what we liked. When I was a child, my family was a blended family. I had a stepdad and two stepsisters, and so my parents came up with a nightly activity where we would do high low to celebrate each other's highs and commiserate over each other's lows at the dinner table to bring us closer together. So, Clarice and I do this here to keep our marriage alive because despite the fact that we finally got our wedding certificate uh, yesterday, uh, we have been married for three and a half years. Clarice. We'll do her high. I'll do my low. She'll do her low. I'll do my high because we compliment sandwich this bish. Hell yeah. Clarus, what's your high? Oh, boy. You know um, mine. Huh? You know mine. Do I? Yeah. Oh. I it should be do. very obvious. Really? Yes. What's you, your high? Should we reverse it? Do you want to go high first? Oh, we'll do reverse order? Ooh, do it. Okay, say that Marsh fight. That shit was fucking oh, sick. Okay, okay. That, that say that Marsh fight was... That Saison Marsh fight was fucking incredible. And I loved it a lot. Uh, I was very, very, very happy with it. And um, it made me very happy. It just was like the cool fight that I wanted it to be. That is fair. And that, yeah, that's that's that. It's the Saison Marsh fight. Absolutely. That is, yeah. I love that. Uh, my low is, fuck. Um, um, I think my low is like not knowing if Breeze is going to be okay. Ooh, like we're just kind of left okay. hanging with that and I'm like oh my god like I, I, I just I, I want to read the next book mostly to find out if he's okay yeah uh, so that that's hard that's not like a knock on the book it's just kind of like ah yeah um, hurts my soul what's your low uh Straff dies really fast mm, and I just to, wish like, it was like hurt. painful like I kind of wish it was like I, I wish we got, like, a long description of, like, oh, she, like, cut him so that he couldn't walk. And he, as he laid on the ground, Koloss started to eat him, and he felt as he was eaten from the toes up. And he spent hours in agony being consumed by Koloss, and mm-hmm. his death was the most painful thing in the world. Yeah, he got him easy. For yeah, sure. she just kills him so fast. Yeah. And it's so cool the way that she kills him, but, like, he just didn't suffer enough for my taste. Yeah, that's But fair. I'm a bad person. Cloris, what's your... Uh, er, my high. Your high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, switching the order I really know. fucked my You're brain. like all backwards. Um, Lay it on me. It's like playing mirrored Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can't relate. My high... Good joke. Uh, actually is... Uh, the, is is Ellen at the end. Mm. Not dying. Um, yeah. the, the way that it was handled was very clever. The setup for it, I think, was great. Um... Like that, the whole last like chapter epilogue section was so cool. It, I have so many questions, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that, that's that's gonna be it for me. 
Love it. If you like this video, like subscribe to the channel. If you don't, hit the dislike button. Leave me in comments down below because the algorithm god is hungry and we must feed her. This episode, that algorithm goddess is Tindwill. Yeah. We will forever hold you in our metal minds. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Uh, if you uh, want to follow us around the internet, you can. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clarice Polaris. And you can go over to wherever you're listening this on. And uh, if you're watching or if you're listening to the podcast feed, go give us five stars because yeah. I think we deserve it. We five were good stars. boys today. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Already said that. Download some shit, you know. Don't Share download it. shit. Be very careful no, what you download. Shit. You don't our want shit. malware on your PC. Like our podcast. Like download. Go to our merch store and buy your Landfear team shirt because, you know, it's great. This it's a great it. shirt. I love it. Shut up. Landfear team shirts now available on the Nerdy Nightly store. Um, I love you. All right. Get the fuck out of here if you don't want to hear smut. Smut Corner Canada. Wi-Fi Coca-Cola's anywhere else. Ding. Where would you do it, though? In Smut Corner? Do Colas have penises? We don't know how oh, they reproduce. Oh, do the Colas's penises just keep getting bigger? Uh. Oh, my God. A, like a 12-foot Colas with like a 3-foot-long dingus? Uh, yeah, no. It's like a horse awful. cock. That would be actually awful. Um. Damn. Oh, wow. Whose I'm horse so is sorry. that? We don't know how the colas reproduce, so, like, they, they definitely, like, may, maybe they reproduce through the spikes inside of them. Maybe. Maybe you, like, kill somebody. Do they reproduce? take their spike. Well, otherwise they would have all killed themselves off. They're oh, so Oh, they keep violent. getting bigger, yeah. It's not like they can be the same colas. No, they only live, like, what, 25 years? Yeah. So maybe when you kill one, you maybe take it if it stretches enough, it like pops into a bunch of tiny coloss, and then it process begins again. It's like the adipose. Yeah, they're like amoebas. They like. <laughs> oh wow! I hate that. Um, Can you imagine the sex Ellen and Vin have now that they're both misborn? Maybe. Okay, hear me out. The coloss get too big for their skin, and suddenly their skin just bursts open, and they become. Um, mist wraiths with no consciousness. Okay. Devouring everything around them. Well, not you know, scavenging okay. everything around them. So the reason that they're cousins is because Chandra are actually born from Kolos. Oh. I don't understand how that would work, but sure, yeah. I, I don't know. Why not? The, the, the Chandra was the Kolos we made along the way. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, coming soon, a bad dragon. Uh, Let me put that one together in my, bra in my brain. Coloss penis. <laughs> Do you think that we could make a dildo? That we could make like a coloss penis? And Brandon Sanderson wouldn't sue us? If we like spelled it differently. I mean like the first, if we if we were to make a custom dildo, I feel like the first one we should make would be Narg dick. Narg, for sure. Yeah. Narg is the staple of the channel. Yeah. Um. No, but I think Ellen and Villain, as I was saying, um... Ellen and Vin, first time doing their full-on Mistborn sex. Ellen is not ready. He's going to pop like that. Like, you, like, put some metal down in, like, a triangle, and then you triangulate up to a spot, and then you just fuck in the air. That would require so much concentration, though. Yeah. But, but concentrating on that 
keeps him from popping. So he, his stamina is incredible. Oh, you know, some people think longer. about baseball statistics, and Ellen has to keep them from plummeting to their deaths. Some people think about when they hit somebody with a car, you know. I'm making a glee joke. Oh, the, I, no, no, no. I, my face was like, I know that that's from something. I can't remember yeah. what it was. Guys, Glee is insane. We, gl- the first episode of Glee, I don't, I didn't remember any of it. Mr. Schuster puts drugs in Finn's locker. Yeah. He literally frames him. For like a he crime. Bl- he blackmails him. He's like, if you don't join the Glee Club, I'm going to tell people that you're doing drugs. Ooh, Wildly Coyote brings up metal cock rings. Yeah, ferrochemists with their metal cock rings. Seiza definitely so has some mean, metal cock rings. Does that mean if you had like a clip piercing that could be like, that could store yeah. extra feeling? Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That would be. And it can't be ripped out of you, which is nice. God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, sorry. In Mistborn that. Era 2, nipple piercings are a big thing. It's a problem, Big actually. thing in, in Mistborn Era 2. Because, you know, the Lord Ruler could move metal inside of somebody and so. He's dead. Never going to come back. Not a problem. No, God is definitely not going to rip people's nipple rings off. All right, y'all. That's our show. God is going to rip people's nipple piercings off. What what even are we doing? What is this? Why do you watch this? I want you all to take a good hard look at the mirror today and go, why do I spend my time with these two idiots? And then come back tomorrow for Dragonlance. Yeah, we'll be live at 1 p.m. Eastern time with all of our friends. Uh, It's going to be a special show. People will probably die. It's going to be sad, like the end of The Well of Ascension, a book that I really I really do like quite a bit. I, I had a great time reading this, and I am grateful for Brandon Sanderson and his writing yeah. thus far. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.